0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Fast Travel Lounge. My name is Patrick and you're listening to episode 21. That's right, if this episode was in the States, it would now be legal for it to drink, but let's be honest, it would have been drinking for the last probably six or seven years. Uh, I am joined by Seth and Steve, no Josh this week. Say hi everyone. Hey, everyone. Hi everyone. So, what happened to Josh this week? My theory is that he heard that Amber heard shit in bed and wanted to see what it was like and is still there. I heard, or um, well, I ambered, so because, see, I've been trying to think of a pun all week
1: on Amber Heard, um, and really the only thing I, I think I've come up with is... Um, Please don't amber say he- Amber Alert. I was going to say Amber Hearing, but Amber
0: Alert is actually a funny one. Um, <laughs> can I start again? All, all week. <laughs> Get absolutely rolled. That, that, that's what we call host privilege right there. Uh Endless Seth, speaks. what do you think happened to Josh?
2: My working theory is that he's uh, distraught about uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter, so he's going to go and do something about the stock market.
0: <laughs> he's got to go tweet as much as he can before, uh, before the shutdown happens. Yeah, before- I thought he was, like, thought he was going to Mars to show, show him up.
2: Uh, he, he could be. I, I, God, if he does that, he's going to be away for quite a few episodes.
0: He he would, but I, I mean you know he he talks enough bullshit he'd probably be able to terraform Mars nicely get a nice carbon dioxide atmosphere going so you know probably saves Elon a bit of the work anyway hopefully Josh is back next week uh so for today um feel like I am obligated to ask has anyone's phone broken recently has anyone been to Krispy Kreme
2: no I know I'm sorry we don't have uh, early content to uh,
1: to spill about.
0: Oh, guys, that was the homework for this week. Come on! I know I was
1: meant to th- get those thought, PlayStation yeah.
2: donuts, and I just forgot.
1: I <laughs> thought about getting them, but then I, I didn't. Um, I had a good chat with someone about them in the car ride home from the, from Oztag, but then I, um, I I thought better of it.
2: What did uh, What did your friend say about them?
0: Wait, wait, wait! Thought thought better of of the chat with your friend, or of the PlayStation donuts? No, like you crazy, got halfway through the conversation, you are like, actually, this conversation is beneath me, and then you just talk about politics.
1: No, no, we were talking about Krispy Kreme the whole way home. And then by the time I'm like, yeah, we should go to Krispy Kreme, like I was out the front of his house. So I'm like, well, I'm fucking here. I'm not coming back. Like you can either get out or not. Um, and then he got out. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And then I just went home because I'm not, uh, couldn't be bothered going to Krispy Kreme. But he was saying that he's like also eaten, like me, um, uh, 12 original glazed donuts in a row and gotten very ill. <laughs>
0: in a row. I love that's like a high school thing. You know, you, you, you hit 12, and then you get to input a three-character name, which naturally would be Ass, because that's always the funniest one, or Pat, in my case, because it's the first half of my name. Well, after you hit
1: 12, you Prestige, um, and Prestige involves, oh, like, true. shitting out of every orifice, and then you can <laughs> yeah. go through it
0: again. New Donut Plus. I like it. I like it. New
1: Donut Plus.
0: Uh, same class, though? Maybe, no, I guess, you get, like, the different
1: classes would be the different flavors, and you have to get, like, 12... Chocolate oh no, I, I
0: meant day. I meant like societal class. Like, are you still poor when you do new donut? When you do new donut plus? Like, well, if you're eating fucking twelve Krispy cream
1: donuts in a row, like you might be poor in money, but you're rich in spirit. Oh,
0: I see you are going for the min-max build. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, that was
1: a good one. <laughs> <laughs> thank min you, min thank money, you. I, I try. Donuts.
0: Yeah. Every, every every time you think to yourself, man, why aren't I the host of the award winning Fast Travel Lounge Pock? Just remember this moment, right? Just just remember this. Remember what you're up against. <laughs> Anyway, I Mars, go to sleep every to, night. <laughs> Mars, I go straight to around the lounge for this week. Seth, you've been awkward, awfully quiet when we talk about min-maxing New Donut Plus. What have you been up to this week?
2: Uh God, editing last week's podcast and uh, I decided to start watching. You're not
0: supposed to say that.
2: <laughs> it, it was the majority of my week. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> and we thank you for your service. <laughs> Great. You. Now we're going to get emails.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Patrick, we need- you're
0: working Seth to death again.
2: Give, give me a pay rise. Give me a pay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> talk to Sorry, Mr. Going, Kramer going, about that. Going, going through a tunnel. Sorry.
2: Uh, No, uh, on a more serious note. um, I was playing Ace Attorney, but I'm not going to talk about that because I haven't finished it yet.
0: Oh, you cliffhangered it last week, too. I God know. Damn. I right. feel so bad about that. The double cliffhanger.
2: Yeah. Like, people were people expecting You know what's going to be crazy? That- yeah.
0: Go. Jo- jo- Josh is going to be back next week. And you're just going to discuss Azatony three, and we're all going to act like it was totally normal that you only cliffhanged it for one for one episode.
2: Yeah, we didn't actually do this week's episode. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, let's face it. Even if we did, he's not going to go back and listen to it. <laughs> uh, uh, all
2: my hard work, and he won't even listen to
0: it. I mean, he's too busy editing the spoiler cast.
2: Yeah, true. The That's
1: what he's doing cast. right now. Yes,
0: <laughs> it's, is it even the
1: spoiler cast anymore? Or
0: just the cast. <laughs> I'm not even sure if we can call it a cast. It's gonna be like a throwback Thursday episode one or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in review.
2: Yeah. Uh, on a, on a more <laughs> serious note, uh, I spent some time with uh, my girlfriend watching Stranger Things and played some Far Cry Six this week.
0: Oh yeah, is that? Hang on. Which one? So five five is America, right? Yeah. Yes. So six is um. I think oh, it's- what's the guy's name? Uh, G- Giancarlo, uh, the guy from Breaking Bad. The, the we are not the same ads
2: yes 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 him yeah it, it took
0: me a second oh, to G- realize G- who, it
2: took me a second to realize and I was like oh yeah 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 him he he wasn't breaking bad He's G- in the G- esposito as well. I, th- I think i yeah. think that's
0: his yeah, last that's name, his name yeah, something like that i really wanted if to say listening- esposito when i couldn't figure out why for for some reason yeah, 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 I, like well. my mind was just
2: going through like um uh heisenberg and jesse and i was like who else <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who else is in breaking bad which
0: one of them wasn't and- white? Fuck.
1: <laughs> Hank. Hank, don't do it, man. Have you guys seen that cameo video that the guy who plays Hank did? And he's like, oh, someone seems sus. I think there's an yeah, imposter yeah, among
0: yeah. us. <laughs> uh,
1: Walter, you're a sussy bucker. And it's the most fucking cool thing he's had. Someone paid money for him to say that. <laughs> someone paid $5 for it and it was great. But, but he's put more than $5. Like, I, think, I think it's like... $100 for 10 seconds for someone like
2: him. Someone also got the Halo announcer to say Mommy Milkies. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, pe- people I'll get the that Halo the announcer to
0: say fucking anything. And he oh, does say such anything a as well. Yeah, oh. I know. It's great. Yeah. Maybe we can get him to say Fast Travel Lounge. We could. <laughs> we'll get him to say mm. Fast Travel Lounge brought to you by Krispy Kreme, and that'll be our intro. <laughs> <laughs> we can't mm. get sued by Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Steve goes um, there too anyway. much. Oh, <laughs> well, not sure. enough. Uh, anything else, Seth? I love how Steve, every time Josh isn't here, Steve and I derail, we derailed you in round the lounge. That's got to be a record.
2: I, I I managed to get through what I
1: did. I was like, yeah, I, seventy. I, se- sorry, I didn't mean to derail you again. But seventy-seven dollars <laughs> for a cameo from the guy who does the Halo announcement. Fucking hell!
0: He Is was the, just about to say he'd finished his week, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I can't even finish my week then. without
2: being derailed. Sorry, continue. Is, is that 77 US? Because that, that'd be maybe, like a hundred-ish
1: so. for us. No, it, uh, it says A and there's a dollar sign in 77.
2: Okay, then yeah, that's but, 77 Australian.
1: But it isn't Australian dollar AUD? Yeah,
2: but I think um, when they, you go on websites like that, they do an A at the front for Australia.
0: Maybe it's Azerbaijani dollars. Oh, could Wouldn't be. that be AB? Well, AB is all Ooh. black. True. A- AJ, maybe? I'm not sure. Anyway, Steve, what have you been to this week? <laughs>
1: Um, to be honest, I played no new games from last week. Maybe because um, a I'm playing that ukulele and the impossible Lair, and it's um, it's kind uh, it it impossible. impossible. <laughs> it's a it's just the Lair. Um, no, oh, I'm <laughs> getting through the levels. I just I'm finding it like cool. I will play it for an hour, and I'm like, okay, I'll see you in forty eight hours. <laughs> like, I'm, I said it before, I said it again. I fucking hate platformers, and like it's 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 getting better. I just it's not just it. It's not hooking me in. It's, it's dirty claws into me. Um, but yeah, and I'm also playing um, The Last of Us Part 2. Um, hey. I, I thought I was going to finish that um, on
0: Sunday and then something happens and I'll talk about it and it's like, oh, okay. Uh, I, I think I know the exact moment that you're talking. Yeah, we'll get into, that. Yeah, I, we'll get I into had, that. I had the same feeling when I played when I played Part 2.
2: I'm 90% sure what you thought was the ending was just a halfway point.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But anyway, um, and then there's I'm um, still playing Elden Ring. i, I I'm, to be honest, Old I'm not going to- Old news. Out. Yeah. It's, who, it's, who asked? Yeah. Don't care. Didn't ask. ratio Touch grace. <laughs> yeah. Maidens. Maidens.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, it's still really good. I'm not going to talk about it. When I probably yeah. finish it, I might give the in-depth Stephen review. I mean, you might, you might as well give like give like a 30-second update, I'm sure. I mean, I, the ch- chances are when I return to it, eventually, I'll also be given a little 30-second update. Have you still anyway. not
1: finished it yet, man? No, I haven't finished it yet. How do you- like?
0: I've got, like, a, a voice in the back of my head that says I can't move on from
1: a game until I finish it, um, whether that's the story mode or whatever bullshit challenge I've given myself.
2: Both Patrick and I did this thing where we were playing Elden Ring, and then a game we, that was more tailored to our taste came out. <laughs> yeah. So we put Absolutely Elden Ring- true. In, Yeah. So we put Elden Ring on the back burner to finish our our specific games and then went back to it. And
0: and you know what's even more fucked about that? Yours is Stranger of Paradise. Mine was Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Both of them have an end game that involves rerunning the game at higher difficulty with something related to chaos. Yep. Like, (laughs) what what the hell? (laughs) Like I said, tailored to us as a pair. Chaos. Anyway, um, thank you for that, Steve. Uh, I, uh, will actually contribute something this week because I want to talk about the Coiled Captors DLC, uh, which came out for Tiny Tina's and I hinted at last week. I have words. We will get into that. Uh, cool. Why don't we, I really feel like I should have some sort of organizational thing before we do this, but instead I just get to the end of Round Lounge and go, what makes sense for an order? And just do it on the fly. Far Cry 6 sounds interesting. Why don't we start with that?
1: Yeah, sure. Um... So, hang on. Before we get into this, um, how much did you did you buy it? No,
2: uh, Trinity bought it for me.
1: Oh, fantastic. All right, yeah. all right, cool. Play on then.
2: Yeah, because so, I, I was
1: because Ubisoft games always sort of sit pretty weirdly with me because if you wait, literally twelve months after release, they have like the
2: a massive the complete sale. edition. Yeah,
1: yeah, and they have with the complete edition, and it's like the base game gets put down to like fifteen bucks. And the yep. complete edition becomes, like, 25. But no, if, if someone else bought a few, that's a uh, completely <laughs> to <unsuitable laughs> play on.
2: Yeah, no. Um, Sucks to be Trin. <laughs> no, uh, Trin got me the um, gold edition, which had the season pass included, and it was on sale on the US store for, like, $40. Um, so, yeah, it, it didn't it, it didn't hurt the wallet too much. Um, But, yeah, it it was just one of those things where this is a game that uh, she really wanted to play and uh, wanted to do co-op together. So I'm I'm all on board to do that, and yeah, uh, basically just gotten past what's I would call like the tutorial section, which still took like three four hours to do, but it it slowly introduces you to all like sorts of different mechanics. Like um, for for some reason this Far Cry has like a gear system and a crafting system, which um, still early at the moment, so I don't have too many thoughts about it, um. There's also it's more RPG-ish than uh, the other ones, like enemies that have health bars and like they're weak to certain uh bullet types and things. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, aren't, aren't most of the enemies like people? Aren't they just weak to bullets in general?
2: Yeah, it's it's like if um an enemy is wearing armor, then you need to use armor-piercing bullets. But if they if they're just flesh people. <laughs> Um, If they're just civilians, (laughs) yeah, they're just civilians. Then you use um like uh, hollow bullets or uh, rubber bullets or something. (laughs) Hollow points, yeah, hollow points, yeah. And uh, that uh, it's they they say specifically that they'll pop like a watermelon, and they really do. (laughs)
1: Damn. Have you played all the other Far Cry's before?
2: I've played Far Cry Three. I played Far Cry Five for about an hour or so, and then put it down so. Not okay. It's so not, you're,
1: you're, not like if you're a diehard fan. Yeah, well, no. you can't I, be a diehard die fan. The game's been out for, like, a year. But, like, okay, so it's good to sort of put that
2: <sighs> Yeah, like, I really enjoyed 3. I thought that was a great
0: game, and then, um... I still think 3 is kind of the, the highlight of when they got the formula right. Yeah, and even then, Parker it's like,
2: even then, it's like, stops being the highlight after Vasa's death.
0: I think 3 only got the formula right because it was
1: the first to do that formula. Like, it's I reckon if you went back and played it now, it wouldn't be groundbreaking or it'd be like, oh, OK, like it probably just gets refined as more of the Far Cry Ubisoft open world games come out. But it's probably because I, it, I it think... did get that note first. And that's why yeah. it does hold a special place in our heart.
0: I, I, I think you're probably right. But where was Far Cry 4 set?
2: Far Cry 4 was set in uh, Tibet, Nepal?
0: I think. Or did Tibet, Nepal, like a mountainous sort of. Uh, eastern yeah, but that, that, yeah, but that, that's the thing is that like you, you have to kind of think about it, right? Same with 5, you're like, oh, that's. The, I think that's the American one. And then 6 is the one with Giancarlo Esposito in it. 3, you say Far Cry 3, even if you haven't played it, or even if you haven't completed it, you know so much more about that game because it was just more memorable. So that partially speaks to the formulaic approach of Ubisoft games, but getting the formula right is also, like, probably is because it was the, the, the first round that got the formula right. But... The fact that it's so memorable kind of makes itself the highlight, I think. Or well, I, I would, I would posit to the group.
2: I, I think what also helps it a lot is um the characters were actually pretty good in it as well. Like um the mm. the main villain sucks. Like after you get rid of vas but Vass himself was great. His sister was great. Uh, it's been so long that I'm blanking on like specific character names, which is really going against my point.
0: <laughs> but um, I mean, pe- people still throw memes of uh of vas into, you know, just. Like, to- topical points nowadays are still punctuated with Far Cry 3 memes. Yeah. I don't see memes of other Far Crys, you know, punctuating, you know, societal discourse in the same way. So, it definitely left an imprint, I, I think.
2: I think it was also the one that just, like, hit the highest point for uh, Far Cry as well. Like, in terms of people playing it. Because uh, after 3, they went to Primal and people were like, oh, this is kind of more of the same. And then 4 came out as like... Yeah, this is still kind
0: of more of the same. And then um, 5 came, came out, and it was like 4, but with more bugs. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, that's kind of entertaining. <laughs> I thought Primal came out after 4. I thought it was before 4. I could be wrong on that. I feel like it was after 4 as well. But they were they were very similar, I I felt. Like, even though they were very, very different time periods, they, they felt like they were doing something similar between both games.
2: Yeah, and uh, at that point, they were, like, becoming bi-yearly releases or something, so... It ran into that Ubisoft thing of it—they're uh, milking this for all it's worth—and it's not that great. It, like yeah, people are then, getting yeah. tired of it. So I think like <laughs> Far Cry Three has the most arm um, most going for it. Regards. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, so Far Cry Six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> six. There. It's so so. Where 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 is the setting?
2: Uh, it's in the South Americas. Uh, in like those... yeah, I thought
0: I thought it was because the the um promotional material for that I always felt like it was the one that was closest to something like Just Cause.
2: Yeah, it's like it's not Puerto Rico itself but it's like that sort of um setting. Hmm. I, I need to look it up specifically. I think it's like Panama or uh, something.
0: I I don't think it matters the specific like they're not going to make it after a specific locale, but yeah, uh, that sort of area, that's cool. So, okay, it's uh, a, it's
2: in uh it's in Yara which is a, a part of Cuba. Hey, I mean sure. Cuba. A, a, right. Well, a, fi- a fictional uh, sorry, Yara is a fictional place based on Cuba.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that, that makes more sense. Uh, yeah. So, because we've just talked about the highlight of the series being three, so where where does six stack up from what you've played so far? Uh
2: it's so far it's better than five from what I've seen, but um, I need to get further into it before I really is that
0: is that really a high bar though?
2: <laughs> uh again, I only played five for like an hour, so it's hard to talk about it like that. So yeah, it's like it's. It's stepping over a bar that's <laughs> on the floor for that, <laughs> and, and just in-
0: past the cor- the the corpse of five. <laughs> yeah,
2: and um, so it's it's just when I get deeper into it, if it stacks up to three or not. Yeah. Uh, and because I got the gold edition, I got all the DLC to go through later on as well. That go into like all the um past uh, Far Cry villains as well. Like they've got DLC episodes based on Vars and Pagan Min. And ah, think, cool. Yeah, and I forget the name of the, um, uh, the name of the five villain. I think it's like Joseph.
1: Probably. It's it's something because it was like it's got heavy religious themes. Yeah, 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 it does. The couple of things that I've seen about it. Yeah.
0: You tell me that the the boss of five is a Christian fundamentalist. Be like, yeah, it probably is called Joseph.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah, really you got Three is. three names. Three
0: um, names, right?
2: I also want to point out that um, uh, you get uh, animal buddies that help you throughout the game. Uh, I've only got one at the moment which is an alligator named Guapo and Guapo is the most precious <laughs> thing ever. Um, every now and then I thought you meant
0: like a dog. Yeah. No,
2: no, it's a it's a little alligator, but you can get a little dog that is in a wheelchair as a partner as well. Yeah, I've
1: Hell seen yeah. that on some of the, uh, the materials around. Yeah. yeah. Do they or if you, how much have you played with them are they like useful or is it pretty much just like a you put a marker on a map and then it's like, "Yeah, go dog" or "Go" Um, Guapo alligator.
2: You just, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you can you can put a marker on enemies like you'll aim at them and then hit uh, one of the directions on the D-pad and it'll send Guapo after them. But they also just and go after time- enemies on their own. So like every now and then I'll be shooting someone, kill them, turn to go aim at another enemy and I'm like, oh no, Guapo's on the way to them. I'll let Guapo handle it. <laughs> because and it's extremely you, funny you seeing you give him them- just grab onto their leg and just kill them like that.
0: You, you, you have to give them the secret code phrase, see you later alligator.
2: I I can't I cannot handle this anymore. I'm out.
0: <laughs>
1: Is he a crocodile? Do you have to um, see him in a wh- Hang on. <laughs> a wait, loss. wait, wait. Think about it. it Think it's about in a, while. It's in a, while, in a it's while. in a while? It's in a while, crocodile. Fuck. Yeah. Man, there, what, there we go. Man. There we go. Have you ever, like, said a joke and literally just shuck it and shat the bed? Fucking hell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never heard does that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she does it. No, she, she, she does half of that. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? When it's like five a.m. shits, five fifteen gets out of bed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, five a.m. wake it's, it's up. The... Five fifteen shit the bed. Uh, shit. Five uh, five twenty get out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's it's the the sigma male morning grind set. The five a.m. wake up. Uh, five ten breakfast. Five fifteen. Uh, you know, shower and shit, and then five twenty get out of bed chin, <laughs>
2: Oh, I like how uh, all three of us had to turn off saying that exact same joke.
0: Yeah, no, but mine was the best. Nah, I said it first. Hey, hey, future Seth, future Seth. You know which one.
2: I'm just gonna let you okay, know. now the silence going a bit long.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I apologize. Uh, uh, pa, pa, Past Patrick this... is not current Patrick. Current uh, Patrick will get... strive to do better.
1: I hope this absolute clusterfuck does not get cleaned up in the fucking. World. <laughs> If I had to go through it, everybody else should go
0: through it. <laughs> You've got to, buddy. That's crazy. It, and it all started with, with you trying to figure out in a wild crocodile. So these pets, are they any good?
2: <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the pets are, the pets are fine. Um, uh, every now and then, Guapo will just kill enemies for me. And I'm like, that's a good boy, Guapo. You do that. You, do you, you have to revive out Guapo numbers? if he
0: goes down? What was that? Do you have to revive Guapo if he goes yes, down? Yes, you do. He takes, he takes a bullet for you. You have to go down and give him the old defibrillator, the old mouth to mouth.
2: You you just kind of like uh, pat him until he's better. <laughs> uh, I've also uh, also because I've been playing co-op, um, uh, there was something I wanted to mention where like there was one mission where you have to hit two different areas of a map, and I was like, oh, let's try if um uh, you uh, you hit this area, Trinity, and I'll hit uh, the next uh, the other one. But there's a um distance cap on how far you can get from your partners before it starts like giving you a warning that the session will end. So, that, that was a bit disappointing. Hmm. So far, though, the game's been pretty good. So, um, yeah, I've been
0: enjoying it. That's kind of... So, hang on, is, is that, that distance thing, because it, it's, it's one large game world, I assumed, maybe wrongfully, that most of that would be open to multiplayer. So, is it based on the host location, or what, what's the distance limit?
2: I think... I, I'm not 100% sure on what the distance limit is. But it's just, like, you and whoever you're co-oping with can't get too far away from each other in the session, really. So, like, you you explore the whole map together and everything, but, like, you can't get, like, I don't know, seven kilometers away from each other or something.
0: It just seems like a weird limitation and something that prides itself on being a large open world game.
2: But yeah. I don't know. It's probably weird. to avoid people, like, co-oping and doing, um, doing speedruns, clears of, like... You go to this end of the map and clear things out while I do this end of the map and clear things out.
0: Hmm. Uh. So. Uh. You know. Uh. Overall. Overall thoughts slash. Uh. You know. G- give. A, give us the the tasty cliffhanger for next week when presumably you'll have more to say on it.
2: Yeah. Um. Pretty good so far. Uh. Excited to get the little dog and see what he does uh, to enemies. Um. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It co-ops a lot of fun. So, so far, 7 out of 10, I guess.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, You didn't have to pay yet. for it. 8 out of 10? Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give it an extra point for that. You're right. 8 out of 10, because I didn't have to
1: pay for it myself. That's not a... Uh, <laughs> so, what are you doing? So, that means all my games should, like, go up a point, because I'm not paying through it because of the magic of Game Pass. You're paying yeah, for Game Pass. Game, Game Pass is free, right? through. If you go through a Brazilian VPN, you get three years playing yeah. <laughs> 50 bucks. <laughs> don't, don't tell Daddy Gates us. Don't tell Phil's What's ben that? So Microsoft
2: it. stock is going down because you're telling them this one dirty trick? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
0: Microsoft <laughs> hates out. him. Yeah, yeah. Find out why Microsoft absolutely hates Steven. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you for that, Seth. I uh, look forward to hearing more about it towards... Because I'm, I'm curious where... Because... Um, uh, final thing. Because um, Giancarlo, I don't remember what his in-game name is, but... He plays the bad guy, right? Yeah, That's yeah, and he's
2: been thing. pretty great as a bad guy so far, and uh, his uh, son in the game is also pretty great so far.
0: Yeah, because I'm—I'd be curious where once once you sort of get towards the end of it, where he stacks up villain wise compared to the other Firecrows. But we'll have to wait and see for that. Uh, Steve, why? Yeah, where where are you at in Last of Us Two? Uh, I feel um, like Seth and I are gonna have gonna have uh comments on this. So I'm playing as
1: Abby. Um, so that's the so the midway point I was talking about before. It's like Ellie gets like beaten the, over the head, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like there's a big storm going on. What's going to happen? And she gets the, the shit beaten beaten out of it by Abby. Then it's like fade to black, and you get Abby's backstory. Um, and I think it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm currently up to the bit where she gets rescued by a couple of scars, I think, um, or she she gets trapped by some scars, which is like a third faction. Which seemed to be this weird religious sort of cult thing. And then these sort of runaways, runaway scars come and save her um, yeah. while, while she's looking for Owen in the aquarium um, on day two of Seattle, I believe. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. It's coming to an end. Like, it's, it's been a pretty long adventure, pretty wild ride. And then it's like, all right, well, we've got another, literally half the game and a whole bunch of other characters. Yeah. So for. what?
0: What what was the moment that you thought uh, was going to build towards the end? Just the, the aquarium showdown?
1: The aquarium showdown. Like, it's, like, storming really heavy. It's, like, really intense. Um, it, you can sort of see what's going on. Uh, that there's that, that your, I cannot remember his name, but your friend saves Ellie, the Asian dude, and then he gets shot, and it's, like, oh, shit. Um, and then, like, Abby and Ellie have a bit of a fight, and it looks like Ellie's going to get killed, and then it's, like, fade to black. Um and I'm like, oh shit! It's gonna be like a, this is a final stretch. But no, it's the halfway. Um, I it, masterfully, well done. Um, it's, yeah, it just it keeps throwing me like different sort of things that I didn't expect I'd care about. Like it's seeing Abby's backstory and why she hates Joel so much and why she had to kill him. Um, like sort of gives it a bit more of a. It's better than just having a monologue at the end and be like, oh, I killed Joel because he stopped <laughs> it because he killed all the fireflies and my dad was the head surgeon who was going to make it the, the old uh,
0: uh, James Bond villain monologue. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's half
1: of what I expected was going to happen and then it didn't. And it just, it playing through Abby, like, in the first scene of when you're playing as Abby, you're with her dad. Um, and you can sort of see her dad's, like, treating a zebra because the zebra gets stuck in this...
0: The barbed wire, barbed wire isn't it? fence yeah it's yeah. barbed wire and it's just given birth as well and yeah and then there's, like a, yeah, and then there's pro- pro- probably saved an orphanage off screen before you found it yeah
1: probably yeah uh, and then there's like a skip and then it's like joel's killing her dad and then she walks in and it's like oh fuck um <laughs> and then it's, then it's like her in the um, the washington liberation front the wolves um and then you sort of playing your sir and you're sort of meeting her friends and what's going on with them. And I think it's fantastic story writing and the way they've done It's just fantastic. I came into this game, maybe seeing all the hype online, not knowing what to expect. I didn't know whether I'd like it or whether I'd hate it. And I, I honestly, okay, unless the ending, cause I think I'm about 75, 80% of the way now. But like, unless the ending completely fucks me over. Like I, like I think this is like one of the greatest pieces of storytelling. Like
0: I can think of, about three major things that you'll play through, from from where it sounds like you are, because uh, as I as I keep saying every week, it's been a while since I played it. But uh, there are a couple of moments towards the end that are large set pieces that they're, they're not time six, but like they're a large like you know when we come back and do this again next week, you'd be like, oh yeah, this th- this thing happened. i will be like, aha, yeah, that, that yeah, that's okay. one of the the large okay. pieces. So you, you got a little bit to go. Yeah, um, there's there's something of them, I kind of them want ahead to bring- of you was. Oh, Sorry, you, 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 you Pat. go, Seth. Oh, ah, fine. Um, yeah, because the the part that I thought it was building towards the climax in the end is further on from you, and it's st- and it still wasn't the end. <laughs> so, oh shit! Okay, if, so I've got yeah, like three, so or, three the, or four
1: more false starts. man. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: that's what I mean. So just, just brace yourself, because I was one. I was like, yeah, this has to be it. This this is it. This this is this is the the, the finale. But nope, Chuck Tester. Boom, old meme. Seth, what were you gonna say?
2: Yeah. Um. So there, there's something that I wanted to bring up that was I I find it a little bit interesting about this game story in that um Abby storyline is kind of something they were going to toy with in The Last of Us Part One, but um they decided to to cut it out because they they thought it'd be uh like it didn't make any sense. It seemed unrealistic, and that was um that, that Tess in The Last of Us One um she was going to start uh tracking down joel like she wasn't going to die when she did she was he was going to betray her and um she'd be trying to track him down across the country for the entire game and their thought process was like no we'll cut this out because it doesn't make sense for someone in this apocalyptic setting to spend like an entire year trying to chase down this one person and make that like their driving force when there's so much survival and everything to go through and then in- the Last of Us Part 2 comes around and it's like, hey, remember that drop storyline for Tess? We're just <laughs> going to do a character based on that.
1: I think it-, it Interesting. Because there's, there's two parts to, like, the revenge story. It's one, it's that Joel literally killed Abby's dad, like, in cold blood to save Ellie. But then there's also that subplot of, like, Joel literally fucked the human race by doing it. Like, <laughs> Abby's dad was the one person that could make a vaccine by killing Ellie and taking the-, the Whatever he had to take out of her, and he indulges like, no, fuck you, my replacement daughter is more important than literally every other single person in the world
2: yeah i don't um, think I don't think from what I've seen of the game anyway that Abby cares too much for that second point. it's more for she she she, she, he she doesn't yeah,
1: um but there, there definitely is a couple of moments where like she like not not her specifically, but some of her group like does say like. He was the only one that could have done a vaccine. Like, there, it, Abby doesn't care about it 100%. But at the same time, there is sort of that, in the back of the mind, maybe there is sort of something like a, maybe Joel does deserve this type of thing. Um, does he? It's this podcast view that he does. He's literally, it is one of the most selfish acts. You oh, can yeah. Do. <laughs> yeah, just
2: speak for all of us.
1: <laughs> but I, look, I'm look, all I'm saying it's if you had a chance to save the entire world from a post-apocalyptic setting, and you choose to save some girl you've known for a year. Look, just take a fucking art look at yourself, big fella. <laughs> yeah, but what, read, what read, he did definitely
2: so- wasn't the correct thing to do. But it felt right at the moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was the correct thing for him. Like I, I, I understand it, and he's probably like broken going through his own like the twenty years. After losing his daughter, and that, and that's fine, like it's, but at the same time, like morally, but I don't know. Maybe he does deserve it. Maybe I didn't like playing The Last of Us One and then killing everybody. It was <laughs> yeah. the wrong thing to do. It was like a renegade playthrough. I had to do.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like, you like you try and kill Ellie and Joel at all parts through Part One, and the game's like, Nah, sorry, man. You have to finish the game like this. And you finish the game. You're like, Ah, oh, fuck! Can't believe they wouldn't let me kill them off. And then it gets to part two. You played through it for like an hour, and you you just start celebrating. You're like, oh, yeah. finally! <laughs> well, you can just put put the game down after um
1: Abby kills Joel, and that's it. Uh, that's the end. After, ending after, after the
0: Joel percent, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Joel percent speed
2: run. You're past it now, <laughs> so I want to know if you ever saw this. But um, did you see the trailer where like um Abby's in this? Like they end on a off Abby's uh, gets pulled to to like the side of a house so she doesn't um tip off the wolves or uh whatever faction was around there and um it shows Joel and he says um you think I would have let you do this alone
1: I can't remember that no
2: okay I've, i if you had remembered it i was going to ask what your thought of was like that fake out because in the game they they replaced it with another character and it was um i don't know that trailer was very interesting to me like of what direction they could have taken the arm um, story if it was Joel that was the one that had Pulled her to the corner.
0: Well, remember, Uh. too, that because of the, uh, I think it was because of the plot being leaked that they did end up changing some of the story at the end of development. Yeah,
2: um, that could have been the case. I, I'm thinking more of, like, so maybe, like, maybe they always had the plan of, um, killing Joel at the beginning. And I think it would have been really interesting to see, like, if, um, Ellie was having these, um, episodes where she was seeing Joel everywhere like, going through her own sort of, like, stress oh, and trauma. Oh, okay, I see. But, like, that's based off, like, a way a trailer cuts and edited something, and then they completely change it in the final game, where it's a different character doing that scene. It was a, mm. a fake-out
0: moment. And then, <clears throat> and then you get to swap with your own uh, custom-generated character from the Saints Row character customization thing that we talked about last week. Wait, sorry, say that again. Hulkman Hulk- Hulk- Hulk inserted into Last of Us Part 2 let's go. Okay, that, yeah, no, that'll that that exactly be too. put a
2: multiplayer. <laughs> that that that's coming, I swear.
0: Speaking of though, fucking hell,
1: Abby is built like a fucking brick shit house. Holy shit! He is. one punch would fucking go right through my fucking measly <laughs> brain. Good, far out. And, but it's good. So they sort of play on with that because there's like a cutscene of like a flashback scene with Abby when she's with Owen at the aquarium, um, and like she says like she's benching like one seventy five or something, which is about like eighty kilos. And I'm like, fuck hell. Very, very strong, tough girl. Um, I mean, she, she's time. basically benching Owen. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But then at the same time, like she's, uh, it's a post-apocalyptic world. You got to punch into infected. And then what are you doing? doing someone's got to do God's work.
0: It's, it's crazy that even in post-apocalyptic world, still find, like, we still find a way to do performance-enhancing drugs. I'm just surprised
2: yeah. that we still have uh, pugilists and monsters running around in post-apocalyptic
0: worlds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. you're a little Um, bit yeah
1: i'm
0: i'm curious uh i know that you're still going through the abbey uh storyline but i think you're far enough through it that you probably have some opinion on this so last of us part one is uh very much kind of like partner gameplay right like you're Mm -hmm. always playing you're always playing sort of with one other person that you're relying on and then In part two, they decided to introduce a bunch of other characters, even if you're not necessarily playing with them the whole time, they're just around you. And I think Abby's playthrough makes that especially clear with like the squad that she's with, like the medic and Owen and the other people that I forget the names of. But interestingly, the dogs also make a big thing because when you're playing through as Ellie, dogs are like the bane of your existence and... It's always, like, take the dogs out first, but then you see the other side of it from Abby's perspective, and the dogs are just, you know, just tools, like, you know, everything yeah, else. Yeah, they're, they're good, yeah, and yeah. they do, and they have a really good purpose. So, did playing through Abby's storyline, I'm thinking of specifically the, the piece where you get to play fetch with the dog in the stadium, uh, where I, cho- I chose the chaotic evil approach and threw the ball over the fence... <laughs> you're a monster you never get it you're yeah, a monster yeah, bad, bad it's, ending it's, you do feel a little bit bad
1: like in in some of the ellie parts you've got to like shoot the dogs and then that's that what ellie i was gonna wonder fire.
0: is does um, how much how much of playing through abby's because obviously they made the choice to put abby's piece after ellie's piece how much does playing through abby's piece reframe some of the decisions you've made and some of the ways you approach combat okay can i quickly ellie's cut in for through. something
2: real quick here as well uh, uh i, yeah, I don't sure. know
0: steve steve is he allowed to okay yeah, yeah cool. you steve can cut it. in, please
2: um please. Uh, so something about the dogs as well that i saw was a hot topic for a while was um uh, that before the game came out no dog specifically said um you can go through the game without killing any dogs and then um right before you finish the uh, le section you have to kill that one dog and immediately after you start the Abbey section uh like immediately as you start the Abbey section um uh, you start playing with that one dog that they specifically specifically made you kill. And people yeah, were, it, it people were that like, that's, yeah. that's a bit too on the nose sort of thing. Like, you're, you're trying too hard to pull on that emotional weight.
1: Well, look, I hate to be that guy, um, but you kill a lot of fucking people in that game. You do. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of them, like, you do get like, emotional attachments to. I, I think like, you can I, get I through it, all a-
2: the encounters without killing people.
1: Oh, you probably can, but there are a couple of, like, scripted scenes. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely scripted yeah, you do, stuff.
1: Yeah, but then at the same time, like, it's probably making it a bit harder for yourself if you do it that way. But if you're playing on the easiest difficulty, maybe it's a bit easier. Th- that's um, why all I do is use landmines. I still can't get them to work very good because I put them out uh, yeah? forget where they are. And then the guy comes up behind me and he <laughs> blows up the landmine, blows me up. I'm fucking shit at it. <laughs> I'm just going to go up behind people and just stab them and that's it. All the best.
0: Landmines are so much fun. Uh, yeah, I'm... I you're you're still not quite at the part where I feel like we're going to have a proper discussion. So, my I I have some gripes with Last of Us Part 2, and weirdly, it is with the writing and storytelling, which it sounds like you're a massive fan of, so this would be interesting. But you sort of need to have the game finished for the discussion to make sense because a lot of the issues yeah, I'm not I'm not going to preempt anything, but I feel like we're going to end up revisiting this when you finish the game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I got at the moment. I just want to say how good it, the story's um, being represented to me. I mean, yep. I know, yeah, we'll have a better discussion when it's over, but to answer your question with the dog, I think it was fucking sick. how you could actually like play with the dog and I'm like, Oh cool. That's the, the bad things that, <laughs> that's, to that dog. That's, that's the dog like, that, that
0: I slit the throat of about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And
1: it, it is kind of like jarring. And I do like that sort of, for lack of a better word, the juxtaposition the ju- juxtaposition of like how Abby thinks that the the wolves, the Washington Liberation Front front, are these animals, these hyper militaristic group, whereas we sort of play them and they're just people trying to get by, and then at they're in war with their sort of weird religious scar people as well. I re- I I really like that, but yeah, you're right. We should have like a we we'll have a big sort of power type of thing. Um, when we when I finish the game, which I we should probably be this weekend. Um, but at Sweet. the same time I am once again I am once again having a whinge the game's fucking too dark I can't play it when the sun's up <laughs> <laughs> just turn up your brightness it doesn't really work like that like it, it helps but like not as much as what I thought it would just squint while you play it close the curtains now our, cur- our curtains well, we've got blinds they're not like complete um, like light blockers like it still lets in a little bit it, it, like I'm telling you I'm telling you big fellas I'm telling you Apart from moving that, the, the PlayStation into another room, which I could, but I'm just a lazy piece of shit. Um, huh. I, I, yeah. Well, I'll just play when the sun goes down. Daylight savings over. <laughs> yeah. Sun goes down at five. Sun's out, guns out.
0: Well, sun's, sun's down. Of yeah. Last of Dress, Us. Down. Dressing gown on.
1: I don't know. Maximum comfy.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Well, I, I think we might as well leave it there. Um, yeah. It's, it's awesome to hear that you're having, that, that, you, th- that you think so highly of the storytelling. Um, I thought you were going that's... to say that I, that I
1: think I'm having a good time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, because, like, like the, the, the storytelling, I think everyone agrees that the gameplay for Last of Us Part 2 was good. I, don't, I haven't heard anyone say that they have issues with the gameplay of, of Part 2. It's the storytelling and the plot direction that sort of divides people. And it yeah. sounds like you're in the camp of you really enjoy it, which is, which yeah. is good to hear.
1: And and, it is a, it, and that's because, like, it is a, the gameplay is, like, good. It doesn't do anything, like, out of... Yeah, like it's any, safe. anything it's safe. You, you it's, know it does getting. played safe yeah like if you play number one you pretty really get number two um but yeah it is a narrative driven game so yeah pretty
0: good uh cool uh in that case i'm going to interject with my own point so tiny tina's coiled captors dlc the thing that i uh click baited cliffhangered uh everything on at the end of last week it's shit <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no oh no yeah yeah, it's uh, it tra- tragic news, boys. Sad, sad to report that Coiled Captors is dead on arrival. Uh, didn't lucky, didn't, lucky you didn't buy the season pass before yeah, the DLC was announced, an right? I'm, imagine thinking that every other Gearbox uh, Borderlands title has had four really solid story DLC pieces as part of the season pass and going, <laughs> yeah, but they're not going to do that with Tiny Tina's and they're not buying the season pass. Oh, How big brain would you be? Um, yeah, I think the entire community is real fucking mad, <laughs> but the the worst part, the worst part of it, so yeah i I would say to give context, but everyone's so pissed that it's so short there's not much context to give um it's basically an add-on for end game content, and they charge you uh fifteen bucks for it, fifteen nz so I don't know translate that to whatever local currency epic game store or whatever store is, is in for you uh, I, so um the main takeaways it is cheaper than other story DLCs that they've done in the past. Fine. It's still not at a content to value ratio that anyone would think this was a good idea. And they make it even worse. Uh, So one, it's really hard to find the DLC to start. They don't tell you where it is. So I'd finished every quest in the game uh, on the character that I tried to do this DLC with. um, And I I just, I had no idea where it was. (laughs) It was not like, no, no map marker or anything. It was like, where, where the fuck am I going? <laughs> and it was only by wandering around the overworld long enough that I went, oh, was that house always there? And no, the, the house is where we started the DLC. So it took me 10 minutes to find the house and it took me eight minutes to beat the DLC. Um,
2: oh, oh and no. So,
0: yeah, exactly. And so this, this DLC is uh, you go in, you get a little bit of story, fine, whatever. Uh, and then you go through some randomly generated rooms, which is basically the same as, as you know, the chaos chambers at the end of the game. Uh, and then you fight a, a Sharky Boy boss and you kill him. And the game goes, hey, you, you did it. These levels can now show up in the Chaos Chambers and Sharky Boy can be a boss. Uh, and then everyone went, oh, that's odd. Uh, is there anything, are there side quests? Is there anything else to do? Can I Can I explore? Can I do literally anything else? And Gearbox went, no. Fuck <laughs> <Back laughs> off. You, thank you for playing. <laughs> yeah. um, they, they did say, well, rather they... Uh, it it has, been, um, it has been mentioned that that Sharky Boy boss has a few different forms, but each of those forms is behind a time gate that you must wait one week after finishing the previous one to unlock. So uh, as of recording this, um, I probably won't get to it today, but one, uh, you know tomorrow we'll be able to go and fight Sharky Boy version 2. Uh, and then I'll have to wait a week and then fight Sharky Boy version 3 and then wait another week and then fight Sharky Boy version 4. Uh, and the way to get to Sharky Boy is the same uh, little selection of randomly generated rooms that you walk through as what I've already done. So basically, I'm looking forward to over the next three weeks playing another 30 minutes of this DLC. Is yes.
1: it? <laughs> that's, that's where I tap out.
0: That's fucking shocking. Yeah. Um, and and they've also, even within that, they've made some weird decisions. So they gave you a second in game currency as part of this DLC called Souls. And you're like, okay, fine, Souls. Uh, but they treat it almost identically to the Chaos Chamber currency. Uh, the only difference is that it persists. So, um, Chaos Chamber currency, while you're going through a Chaos Chamber, you get to, uh, you know, you get currency to spend on that run and you can use it for perks and bonuses and other bits and pieces. And then at the end, you get to channel all of the currency you have left over into loot. And everyone's like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, you know, good chance for legendary loot. Um, uh, system works well. It's looking good. The only difference with Souls is that you don't have to spend it all at the end of a run. You can save it and then come back and use it later. But I don't think anyone understands the point of why there's this like we already have that chaos chamber currency. And the whole point of this DLC is that they make a big deal to tell you that you can now get these randomly generated rooms as a seed in the chaos chambers. So it's a really weird decision for me that they, that they, they what, what I mean is they, they seem to have gone, we've given you endgame, we've given you chaos chambers, this DLC specifically serves as an add-on to, that, to those chaos chambers, but you can still play the DLC by itself for souls. But I don't know anyone that will do that because you get you know, a few souls versus a lot of chaos chamber currency. And you get to spend a lot of Chaos Chamber currency on a lot more loot than you would souls. It's just, it's so weird that they've sort of tried to do two things and just sort of fucked both of them in the process. It's real annoying. So do you reckon that you will put
1: more time into it or is it more of a, you've already done it a couple of times or a couple of forms you can sort of verse off against. You can get more souls if you really want. Is is this sort I, of it for you? It, it sounds like it's, I, I will, you're not essentially burning out, but you're just so disappointed it just sort of seems like what are you doing
0: yeah well that that's kind of the weird thing is that there's so little like because it because it's only like an 8 to 10 minute DLC run i might as well come back in a week or you know tomorrow for level 2 and then you know a week for level 3 a week for level 4 i might as well do that because it's only 8 to 10 minutes per run like i I don't have to. It's not like a payday Easter egg where it's like, oh man, you got to do this thing for like an hour and then go and hit all these like COD zombie Easter eggs to fight this hidden boss and yada yada yada. It's like the the DLC is so short that you might as well just do it, yeah. when, it when it unlocks in a week. Oh, um, one other thing. The the, f- the funniest part of this is that when they initially launched the DLC, Gearbox fucked it and people that did level one automatically unlocked level two. So some people have already fought level four. And then Gearbox went, oh shit, people have been playing the DLC, but they didn't wait the prerequisite month before you know, they see what the level 4 boss looks like. We're just going to release a hot, a hot fix to make sure that doesn't happen. And so you have people that are like, okay, well now I actually have done the DLC. I've spent 30, 40 minutes or whatever on it. I've done everything. What the fuck? <laughs> so to, to compare, uh, Borderlands 1, 2 pre-sequel technically, but that one didn't go as far as multiple DLCs. They just had Claptastic Voyage. Uh, Borderlands 3 all had big set-piece story DLCs, many hours of content, new enemies, new areas, new loot, uh, new stories, everything. And that was all part of the season pass. This, same enemies you've already fought where some of the enemies even had missing name. Just That, that was actually what they were called. Uh, oh, because Oh, Jesus the bug. Christ. Yeah, same enemies that you've fought, uh, same area, like slightly different area, but basically just a reskin of the same area. Um, and then the Sharky Boy—it was really the only thing new. And there is a new status effect as part of the loop, but it's kind of like, what, what, what the hell is this? <laughs> and what I said last week, like the soul read of, I saw a trailer for this, and it, and it looked like, hey, it's an arena fight with a boss at the end of it. I hope that isn't how the, re- the other three DLCs go. I, I feel like that might be the case because Gearbox would have decided that this is the DLC that they want to do months ago. And I, I, I just, I refuse to believe that everyone at Gearbox looked at what was being released as part of Coil Captors and went, oh, they're going to love this. <laughs> the community will not get enough of Coil Captors DLC. It's going to go, it's going to go great. Uh... I, I'm pretty sure people are actually trying to refund the season pass and it's leading to weird situations where it's like, you know, uh, coil captors, you, you actually cannot play more than two hours of, so it falls within the, you know, played something for two oh, hours, yeah. get a refund thing. But if you bought the season pass as part of the standard game, you know, can you actually split it out anymore? Can you just refund one part of it? There's a whole bunch of weird things that have been brought up, but everyone's real fucked off at this DLC, but and there's a huge butt hanging over this. The DLC was released alongside a gameplay patch that everyone, myself included, thinks is the best gameplay patch they could have done for Timotinas.
2: <laughs> so along with the worst oh, content I mean... they could have done with the game, they also did the best thing they could have done for the game.
0: They did. They released, uh, I, I don't know what version patch this is, but it wasn't like a hot fix. This was like a major, a major gameplay patch. They rebalanced a ton of skills, a ton of guns. Touched up all the classes, fixed tons of little UI annoyances. Uh, I've still found a couple, but they are so much less common compared to before. Um they did a fantastic job. They extended the endgame content. They added a new like loot class, like everything that the community wanted. Gearbox was like, here you go, gamers, this is this this one's for you. And to just bundle that shit sandwich together with the first of the season pass DLC. Everyone's just confused. Because <laughs> Like, everyone's like, we're really happy that we got this gameplay patch, but we're really sad that we got this DLC. So, ha huh. <laughs> So, man, this is just the fucking monkey ball. <laughs>
1: would you have preferred no DLC and only gameplay patch? Is that what you're trying to say? Would you have paid money for the gameplay patch? It seems like...
0: <laughs> I, so, for the price to charging for the DLC, yeah. I, I think I and mm-hmm. many other people would have paid for the DLC patch, uh, for, for the gameplay patch. Um, the DLC... Uh, in terms of the amount of content added for that DLC, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, there were a bunch of really cheap DLCs that came out in Borderlands 2 called the Headhunter DLCs, which were done as little basically celebrating holidays. So there was like a Valentine's Day one, a uh, Christmas one, and they were all really well received. And they were all very cheap and they had multiple hours of content. I think some of them had, you know, probably three, three ish hours of content. Uh, so not like, giant set-piece story DLCs, but you know, that's about six times the amount of content in this paid $15 DLC, which everyone went, oh, that's interesting. What the fuck? Uh, that's, yeah, that's interesting. So I've still been playing Tiny Tina's. I've just been playing the stuff that they've added in the gameplay patch. Um, so, that's the Tiny Tina's stuff out of the way. Everyone's, everyone's real pissed about that. The thing that I'm, in, the thing that I want to get your guys' opinion on is this is going to double into everyone talking about how shit Netflix is at the moment because of... um, So, real quick context for that. Oh, no, the Netflix Netflix sucks. Yeah. Netflix (laughs) said, we're going to grow by another... um, I think it was a couple million subscribers was their prediction for this quarter. Uh, And it was released that they actually lost 200,000 subscribers. And it's the first time they've lost subscribers since 20... I don't know, like 12 or something. Like, they haven't lost subs forever and so they've lost subs for the first time this quarter what were you gonna say Seth
2: they they also said they expect to lose another two million or something
0: yeah over this coming quarter they've, they've revised their forecast and they're like oh yeah actually it's not looking good for us uh and so Netflix stock has dropped by I think 40 percent over the past uh, past, past couple weeks at least um probably past month I'm not sure Netflix stock has plummeted and now everyone's going hmm is this the death of Netflix you know Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Everyone has their own take. Uh, People can go and find them. Um, What I'm curious at is that a lot of the people that have been talking about this have talked about what the binge culture of releasing a series all at once has meant for how we consume media. And uh, it's funny that people mention that because Tiny Tina's tried doing that with Core Captors where, you know, you get to fight Sharky Boy at level one and then you have to come back and Find out where the sharky boy gets any harder at level two, uh, you know, for all of 10 minutes in, in a week's time or, you know, tomorrow for, 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 me, uh, for me. So what I want to get your guys' opinion on is, uh, yeah, what, what are your takes on the um, media binge of something like Netflix? Do you prefer a series to drop all at once and you, and you get to, to consume it as, as fast as possible? Or do you prefer it to be time gated? And does it change whether it's media or or something like what Tiny Tina's is doing? Um, Seth, do you, have a, do you have a thought?
2: For games, I prefer things being all there. Um, I hate time-gated stuff. I hated the way events were handled in Monster Hunter World. Um, I don't know if they ever patched Monster Hunter World to just have all the events there from now on. I think they still cycle in and out
0: they I, do cycle. They they combine a couple of them, but they still cycle on a weekly thing, I think.
2: Yeah. Uh, and- so it's
0: it's better, but it's not it's not freely accessible yet.
2: Yeah, I I for games and game content, I prefer everything to be freely accessible. Uh when it comes to um like TV shows and like Netflix and anime and things like that, I don't mind either way like so if I'm watching a lot of stuff, but on a weekly basis, that's fine and dandy. Like, Mandalorian, watching it week by week was fun, and the discussion for every episode was great. And then you get, like, the Netflix binge cycle, where it's like, oh, this hot new series just dropped. Um, If you don't watch it all within the next two days, you're just going to get spoiled. Uh, But generally, when it comes to, like, things that are already done, I'll just binge them, but I think for new things, like, doing it weekly, give people some breathing room, is a bit of a better way to go. But I could go either or for, like, Netflix
0: and series. Interesting. Steve, what about you? To be honest,
1: um, for video games, I think it is the worst fucking thing. And I probably, you see a lot in, like, mobile games, especially, like, free-to-play games, there's a lot of, like... This week, you'll be able to do this, and then in a week or two, they'll change it, and you'll be able to do something else. And that's to keep people sort of retained, and especially in the gaches and free-to-play MMOs, they'll be like, yeah, cool, keep coming back, and $10 here, $10 there, and by the end of the year, you spend quite a bit of money. Um, I absolutely fucking hate it. I, I Just give me all the content at once, and that's probably why I'm a big fan of waiting two or three years for all the DLC to come out, for a complete edition to come out, and then a complete edition to go on sale because I sort of like will play like if I get a game. For example, Elden Ring, it, it, it's come out. I'm having a great time with it. I'll probably finish it soon um, and I'll probably announce some DLC. But then for me, it'll be like, well, I don't want to start a new playthrough just to get to the DLC. But at the same time, I don't want to play the DLC without playing through the game because I feel like I might be missing something or my reflexes might not be as good. Um, so I absolutely hate it for games. For movies and TV shows, m- more TV shows. Um, I'm sort of on the fence about it. I do much prefer to sort of when a TV show's over, I'll just because I my sense of binging something is like maybe my the ADHD riddled brain or something. I can't really sit down and watch more than like an hour of a TV show. Like let's say for ex- so if, point in case my example is I'm in watching um, Yu Gi Oh Arc Fire. Um, I will watch two episodes of that, no more, a day. Sometimes I might watch one episode if I've got a busy day don't have the time. But every morning I get up, I'll watch two episodes, and then I'll work from home. I can't watch more than that because I'm like, okay, I'm bored. I'm bouncing off it. Um, And that's pretty much been uh, my philosophy with everything. Like like 10 years ago when I was watching Smallville, and that was like fucking 10 seasons of 25 episodes a season. Fuck, that was so bad. Um, I'd watch one episode a day because that goes for about 45 minutes. When I was watching Supernatural, i do the same thing. Um, There was, like, when I was watching My Hero Academia and um, Demon Slayer, We were me and my partner were watching that as it was coming out, so one episode a week, and that was, like, sort of fun, something to look forward to. But I'm just not a big fan of it. I'd like to sort of have my own limitations, and my own limitations are one or two episodes a day. But maybe, well, that's all sort of happening. It's all going. It seems to be sort of there was a, a big culture of, Netflix and other streaming services dumping them all and then everybody binging it in a week or less than a week in a day or two and it's like okay cool I'm done um whereas now like with like Disney Plus and I think Amazon Prime is doing it as well like with The Mandalorian or The Boys or um even with some of the the Marvel spin-off things like WandaVision they're doing it week by week and it, it people are retaining it people are People, it gets people invested and it does sort of encourage that discussion. Like, the, I never watched it at the time, but when Game of Thrones was going week by week and people were making all these fan theories and talking about what was going to happen next week, it does sort of facilitate better discussion and better sort of discourse in different communities. So JoJo question, also
2: suffered m- uh, massively because of the binge culture. Like, JoJo's. Yeah. Like, every, every other season of JoJo was week by week releases and. Everyone was ex- excited for JoJo Fridays, and so much memes and stuff would come out. And then Netflix got the rights for Stone Ocean, just dropped a batch of episodes, and went, "Here you go, we'll see you all in a year." And it's yeah, it's left hate- it's yeah, left everyone's yeah. consciousness already. Like there's nothing for Stone Ocean.
1: Yeah, then they they, they only dropped like what half? Oh, I haven't seen it because twelve episodes, because I-, I think. Is that it? Jesus? because I was going to watch it. I'm like, oh, no, they're only dropping, like, a couple of um, episodes. I'm like, I'll, I'll wait till it's all finished and i watch it all in one. Like, I'm not watching six episodes of, well, because I've already read the manga for Stone Ocean, so I know what's going to happen. I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch the fucking six episodes to be like, well, I know what happens next, but I can't watch it for a year. That's mental.
2: Yeah, and as the rate is going, it probably won't finish for, like, another three years.
1: Well, yeah, which is a shame. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, it's fucking shit for video games. It's semi shit for TV shows. But it, I'll I usually watch things a year or two after they come up anyway. So I don't know so, where I was sort of going with that.
0: Yeah, so the, the, there's two other points that I'm gonna throw at you to see if it if it changes anything that you said. I actually I didn't I didn't really consider the content burnout side of it because I so I consume pretty much all media just myself like just by myself. Uh, and I don't get burnout because I always it's it's almost like because I've got more ADHD than you. Like I have to be doing something else at the same time. And if what I'm watching on the other screen is interesting, I'll pause whatever I'm doing on, on my primary screen and just watch it. But it means that if I'm getting bored or if I'm not paying attention to it, I have something else to keep me entertained and I'm still passively enjoying it. I'm still, you know, consuming it, just maybe not at 100 percent attention uh, compared to other people. But yeah. well, you know, you I, I,
1: I, I can't do that unless I'm like grinding or something like a Playing Pokemon, I'm just trying to grind out some levels or just do some catching or something. I'll have something on in the background, but yeah, it'll be if I'm like doing that while
2: working, it needs to be something I've already seen because I can't do something new because I want to pay attention to the new thing as well.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll never do something, I'll never yeah, have to so like
1: focus.
0: Yeah, so I, I didn't consider that side of it because the I was actually in favor of the binge culture, and so that content that, that content burnout point I think is probably the strongest that I've heard. Because uh, I'm in favor of it, because the the things that I see in terms of why people are against it is that uh, it, if you do it time get ga- if you do time gated uh, content releases, it in- encourages the community, which I don't participate in anyway, so I don't give a shit. Uh, it increases staying power on the platform. If I'm there to watch a show, I'll be there to watch the show regardless of when that comes out, so it doesn't apply to me either. Uh, and uh, if it's already been made, you're basically just artificially waiting. To, to show it to people when you know if it's otherwise finished and ready to go you're just artificially delaying when it is that other people can see it uh which is why we get things like you know hacks and and leaks and stuff for uh, stuff that has been not necessarily every hack or, or leak is for stuff that's ready to go but a lot of that stuff is you know basically finalized um and so i was actually in favor of, of the of the the binge model um, that
2: reminds me of um street fighter cross tekken they had 12 DLC characters, six from each side. Um, they were on the disc day one for um, PlayStation and Xbox players, but they were locked off and put as a separate DLC you had to buy. And the excuse was um, we wanted to make them uh, come out exclusively on Vita first. And the <laughs> Vita version came out Oof. like three to six months later. Oof, yeah, nice. What the
0: fuck? <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> That's I. Hmm that That's a good point Seth. That's a good point you raise. I'm not gonna say that it sways the discussion at all because that's such a weird edge case
1: <laughs> yeah it is <laughs>
0: um but no actually i i'm i'm I've come around it i I'm now against the binging culture on the back of that because I think most people probably do consume stuff uh in a in a more uh <laughs> in a healthier way rather than me just constantly watching shit um but, so the, the two other things that I want to point out. Uh, so you guys both brought up examples like time-gated content or seasonality in um, mobile games and multiplayer games and things. Uh, I would also posit that something like uh, Life is Strange and the Telltale games and other things get done and released as episodic gameplay. But I don't think you see the same discussion or community being fostered around waiting for the release of the next instalment in the game series in that way. So I'd be curious as to whether that changes your opinion on anything. So less so about let's just swap the content we currently have and more so let's say one version of reality. They have, you know, I Life is Strange is just the first thing that comes to my head. They have all five episodes of whatever Life is Strange game coming out next ready to go, but they just artificially wait six months before releasing each one versus just dumping all five at once uh which which one do you think is the better approach and do you think community discussions form around video games or is it just because more people consume tv media Mm. i've
2: seen discussions form around those um episodic games as they go episode by episode and i can it's like i i think that's also hits on the tv angle of like that also hits that sort of um mindset but i think i'd still be on the boat of I'd prefer to have all um all the episodes ready to go and just play through them myself.
1: Yeah, I'm probably in the same camp. Because um, I, uh, I hate to use the, light, the exact same example that you used. But even those Telltale series, if you break those up into chapters, like the five chapters they've got through one episode, Um. yeah, I, I wouldn't be a fan of it. And then it's sort of one of those things, like, for example, for even a bigger game, that's narrative-based, like, the Last of Us. Imagine if that was split into like five or six chapters that were released like month by month. Like it'd be, it's, <laughs> it it it'd leave a pretty bad taste in your mouth. Like, it, and most of those things sort of end off on a semi cliffhanger to sort of get you interested in the next one. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Could, that,
0: could you imagine if if the the fade to black part way through Last of Us Part Two was then like coming twenty twenty, you know, like yeah, come, coming, coming like next, next year.
1: year. See you in six months. Like, I think you'd go fucking yeah. mental. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, it took it, like two it, yeah. years for
2: Sonic Four Episode One and Episode Two to come out. That that was yuck. a weird one.
0: Absolutely, bro. Ha- Half Life, Half Life Two. Where's uh, Half Life Two Episode Three? That's all I'm is, saying.
1: There is no Half Life Three coming out.
0: <laughs> mm. um, no, yeah, no. I, in, I think it's interesting. It, yeah,
1: interesting. Yeah, interesting points. Um, I I don't think games are the same type of media as TV, simply because of their interactivity, and I think the the culture around it is different. Like with TV, you sort of it's. You, There is sort of already, it's already been established that, well, it's sort of fading out now, but back in the old days, of like free to air TV and even pay TV. there was like, you'd have to wait week by week for episodes because you have to finish filming or animating or what have you. Yeah. Games have always been complete and season passes now and I've got a really big problem with it. Seem to be additional things that maybe should have been with the game. Um, Some of them do all right. Um, Both of them. I'm not a big fan of them.
0: And I, I think it's interesting too. I, we are going to wrap this discussion up. I know we've been talking about this for a while, but the, this is kind of the, we haven't done a deep dive in a while and, and I need this. <laughs> um, uh, the, yeah, the final thing that I was going to say on this, uh, I, let, let's say I go watch, like, yeah, easy example. Have you guys seen Invincible? Yes, yeah, uh, so I have. Amazon I've, read, series? I've read the comic. It's all fantastic.
1: Highly I still comic. need
2: to finish the... the comic. I'm like
1: halfway oh, through it. so good. So good. I can't wait to see what they do.
0: See, if that, if that was done, like, I'm, I'm more likely to, ep- to recommend a series to someone, right? It'd be like, oh man, the, I, I'm not going to say, like, oh man, the, this, this episode, um, the, the last episode of Invincible was, it was amazing. You should go back and watch all of Invincible up until this point so that we can watch together. I'm much more likely to watch Invincible as a series and go, hey, I think you'd really enjoy this series. Go watch this series, not go watch and catch up. You know what I mean? Uh, in the same way, Let's say let's say Coil Captors was the best DLC ever and it still had that time gate mechanic. I still don't think I would ever like, you know, go to Josh or someone else that's played Tiny Tina's and be like, "Hey, you and I should absolutely play through the first piece that they've released for for Coil Captors." I think the prevailing mindset would still be, "Coil Captors is good. Let's wait for all of it to release and then just smash through it together." Like I, I think there's just like a difference in scope between how you recommend media and how you consume media relative to other people. I, I think for me it's just a solitary thing and I'm probably in the minority for that. But yeah, that that's all I want to say on it. Uh, I just thought it was interesting that we had core captors, which, you know, sucks fucking dog shit as a as a time getting mechanic, and then people talking about Netflix and binge culture. It was just crazy that they sort of stars aligned this week. But any final thoughts from you two? Yeah, I
2: think it's also just kind of a thing of um when you sit down to play a game, you want to have, like, a long session, so when it's come, it's asking you to come in for, like, ten minutes, do something to tick off a couple of boxes and then head out, It it's not as satisfying. You kind of just want to sit through a game and, like, get a good uh, a good session going through, like, for a couple of hours while watching something. It's, like, they're usually half an hour to an hour episodes, so, like, at least in episodic format, you just kind of, like, sit that. If you feel like binging more, then go for it. But, um, you're already getting like a full on narrative in that thirty to sixty minutes, so it's um. That's a good point. It's yeah, yeah I can, it's something very that. different.
1: Yeah, I, I, that fucking Borderlands um thing seems fucking atrocious, man. Sorry, that's very disappointing. <laughs> it's, it's the same oh, as like it's, going it's okay. to
2: Halo Infinite for like your four matches and then. Okay, move on to something else. I I just prefer not to do the Halo Infinite dailies.
1: Yeah, uh, 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 I, uh, I know, uh, I know Steve uh, did it. Yeah, I, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I, but, it, but I went into it like I'd play three or four games and it would be like, okay, like I've had enough. Um, yeah,
2: I I did I I did it for Crash uh, Team Racing at one point because they were doing characters on a free monthly basis and I can't do dailies again. It's it's not that mm. great. Even when I'm playing Final Fantasy fourteen, they have dailies. I'll do dailies on that. But I'm also committing to like playing fourteen for quite a few hours and doing some other things as
0: well on top of that. I mean for- Forza Horizon literally does seasonality, right? Like you you log in each week and it's a different fucking season in, in the world, like summer, autumn, mm. winter, spring. Yeah. <laughs> um and that as a consequence, I just, you know, it's it's kinda like uh yeah, if, if, they, if they hook you in to wanting to do the dailies, then you're, you're a good, like, you're never going to drop that daily habit, right? But once you miss one, like, I, I missed a car that, in hindsight, was really good in Forza as a seasonal thing, just because I wasn't near a computer for a week. Just, you know, a week I was down visiting parents, or whatever, so I never got that car. And now it's like, what's the point? Yeah, as soon <laughs> as you of, miss it once, it's, it's like, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's it's a real ride or die um, mindset. Um, final final thing. Uh, we we all said that we've seen Invincible. Uh, cool. Has anyone else seen Severance? No, I haven't heard no, of that one. I have never even heard of it. Really? Uh, Apple TV. Um, Yuck! No, thank you. If you have a PlayStation, you. you get a you get a bunch of a uh, bunch of free months just by having a PlayStation. So naturally, I borrowed a uh, log in on a friend's PlayStation just so I can watch it. <laughs> um, Really, really good series, but the the thing that I wanted to bring up, which isn't going to go very far, seeing as I'm the only one that's seen it, uh, I watched Severance and Invincible over roughly the same amount of time, being a couple of days each. Just binge them both. Um, I am a huge fan of how series like Invincible wrap up, where not, like you know, not everything is resolved. Some people would say that the final episode of Invincible left a lot of things that were unresolved. But the main thing is that the immediate tension and the immediate source of needing to fix something is, is, is gone. So you're kind of at, at, a, at a bit of a lull. Things have settled down a little bit and, and it's good. Severance took it the other way where they did the massive cliffhanger ending where it's like, oh, what's going to happen? You have to wait until season two. And I realized that I actually, I've, I've started really just actively disliking that approach for, for finishing series because almost every series that I've seen that does that End up dedicating the first two episodes of the next season to addressing the cliffhanger at season one, and then they either drop it or there's just so much like tension and stakes through the second season that you just don't enjoy it. So I don't know. Mini, mini run. Maybe you can uh, you know map something that you've seen that fits into those camps and agree or disagree. But Stranger Things right. I like, saw both recently.
2: To, like touching on it very briefly since I mentioned it before, but that. That uh, way, Invincible season one ends is also kind of the way that uh, Stranger Things season one ends. Like they've wrapped up a narrative, uh, but they've left a lot of threads open. That if because it's uh, it could have been cancelled after the first season, but it was it was very well received, so they went for the second one right away. But um, if it hadn't been um greenlit for a, a second season, then. It would have been a fine ending where it was, and uh, um, the loose threads could have just been ignored, kind of. But now that a second mm. season is coming up, it like, is out, they can do more with those threads that they put in at the end.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I think, in my very selfish, I have no idea how the real world works mind, I prefer that to... Well, you better pressure your local producer to make sure we get a season two otherwise you're gonna have no idea how this ends it's like can you just can you just fuck off just give us an extra episode to just wrap <laughs> some of this shit up because I'm honestly I'm so done with season with the next season episode one answering the question and then just moving on it's like yeah, holy f- it, just leave the camera running another 15 minutes Jesus Christ but then you wouldn't pick it up next season would you until they get you it's fucking shit. I will watch it if it's good. Don't make it good because we don't know what happens. Fucking backwards. It's so stupid. Anyway, um, I, I, I want to call time on the section. We spent way too long on this. Any final thought from you, Steve? Uh, not really. You kind of put me off getting the Borderlands
1: um, DLC, <laughs> the Tiny Tina's DLC. But at the same time, I don't yeah, know no. Buy Tiny
0: teeners. Buy Tiny Tina's. Excellent gameplay patch. Mm. Chef's kiss. DLC, no. <laughs> okay. Save yourself. Save save yourself from the DLC. Noted. Don't don't call me a hero, but you know, I I bought it so that you don't have to.
1: I wasn't gonna call you a hero. I never even thought those words.
0: <laughs> never even crossed your mind. Um, cool. Uh, I think that concludes round lunch for this week. Unless anyone has any final thing they want to bring up. Go play going Elden Ring. Go, everybody go play
1: Elden Ring. It's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you want to give us thirty seconds? It's just good. It's great. I'm changing my build. I'm no longer going dex blade, scimitars. So I'm doing a weird, uh, faith, intelligence build. I'll report oh, back yeah. on how good I am.
0: Favorite, favorite, uh, favorite and least favorite thing that's happened to you?
1: Um, I don't know. I've died a lot. is that know. the
0: favorite or the least it, favorite it's, part? It's it's
1: both because you <laughs> when you finally do get like the timing right for dodging bosses and their move sets, and you do overcome it. It's good, but then at the same time, it's...
0: All right, cool. How many times do I have to die to this boss before I <laughs> get better? Where are you up to? Like, what, what's the last major boss you've, you've fought? Or what's the major boss you're fighting?
1: Um, I think the, the last major boss I fought was... Um, that The Queen of the Moon, whatever it is. I think I was sort of up to it last uh, week. Um, I haven't really progress Lu- that much.
0: Uh, Lu- Luna Rhea? Luna something. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, Rhea Lucaria? Luna Freya? I keep wanting to say Lucaria. Rhea
2: Lucaria is a location.
1: Uh, yeah he's right that's where the academy is, oh, I she she the boss. is it, she's queen of the full moon it doesn't matter it did take me some time she kept fucking she summons like those ash things and I was like <laughs> what the fuck only I can summon those ash things and she summoned <laughs> yeah. the fucking dragon on me three times in a row and I'm like what the fuck this isn't fair um,
0: yeah but then I, I just I found I got a good way to
1: semi-cheese well I didn't, wasn't cheesing her but I just was like
0: oh I absolutely cheesed <laughs> my one yeah. well, she just... kept summoning shit that I couldn't deal with so I managed to one cycle her to death
1: <laughs> yeah eat shit um you didn't exactly. play the, you didn't play the game <laughs>
0: um <laughs> you didn't yeah, beat the game um, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still i, loving I it. had
1: fun the wrong way um, i'm still loving it i cannot highly recommend it enough
0: yeah uh, I'll, I'll eventually drop tiny tinas and go back to it but for now i but have you don't, you don't delicious have d- delicious gameplay patch to continue with you don't have dlc to play so <laughs> ouch <laughs> oh well thank you for that two minute roundup uh bang on two minutes too excellent And with that, we come to the end of part one for this week. Thank you to everyone for that discussion. Apologies for how long my sermon went for. Always happens. I will never learn, and I refuse to learn from my mistakes. Anyway, moving on to part two for this week, which is, of course, the news, starting with a confirmation that we have a sequel to The Batman. Uh, We all, we, we had a discussion about this, right? We all saw this, didn't we?
2: Yeah, yeah, the three of us saw it.
1: Yeah, I'm, it, so dis- I'm, I'm What do we do to deserve this, fellas?
0: It was what mostly positive.
2: Uh, two of us liked it. One of us was wrong.
0: No, <laughs> no, that's that's. that was my recollection as well. <laughs> the movie was wrong. I'm telling you. Okay, fellas. well, he, he, here we go, Steve. You you have a platform that you can speak to this. What what do you want changed to make the second the Batman uh better? Hmm. Great question. Not end thirty minutes before it ends.
1: So every, just do the opposite of what they did in that, the
0: first movie And there you are So just play the Batman in reverse
1: <laughs> Yes No, play it at uh, 0.5 speed Ooh, ooh And I like so it. instead I like of it it. Raining, More leather creaking
2: sunny.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know where they
0: could go um, Yeah More cosplay In another way, serious uh, universe <laughs> I want him to wear more eyeliner Instead of eyeliner, he's wearing lipstick Don't forget, ooh, do you kiss the Batman interesting in Interesting take <laughs> do, do we do we see Kiss him slowly transition into the Joker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in. We see him slowly transition into the Joker via the use of makeup, uh mm. you know, symbolizing society's uh, eventual breakdown. Well we do live in a society. Well uh, that's true. That is true. I've I've heard that we do that. Um i don't i'm I'm excited i I quite enjoyed the first one. Uh, I think it's an interesting take. I hope they continue with the sort of tone that they went for for the first one for a second one
2: i want to see I want to see Robert patterson's Bruce Wayne grow like we got like early Bruce Wayne where he's like he doesn't care about himself. he just cares about being where, the Batman. Where he's doing- what,
0: Seth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Wayne didn't exist yeah <laughs> he's he sat there and then had eyelines around the camera for a little bit and then went back to being Batman,
2: yeah, exactly. and I want to see more of um him learn to be like do that balance of Bruce Wayne and Batman and do that properly because that that part's always interesting as Batman goes on
0: mm. um anyway yeah we don't have much information we just know that a sequel is in the works so I guess we'll just stay tuned uh and you know see what else comes out of that uh we know. not well obviously we do know that it's confirmed that Robert Pattinson is of course uh returning um, anyway, next up, we have uh, more movie news. Uh, this one, I, I don't know, Steve. Is this one more or less positive for you? Which one? Like, you,
1: you jumped down. You skipped the first one that we were supposed to talk about. So it, yeah, <laughs> we lost track of which what? one you're talking about. Um, are you talking about the Spider-Man one?
0: Oh, no. My bad. My bad. I did jump down. Started with Batman. I was going to go to Mario. Yeah, I'm, Mario absolutely, movie delay. I'm absolutely
1: fucking devastated. Um, absolutely. This is literally the worst fucking timeline another batman <laughs> and
0: no mario oh oh what, I, I, what can these? man do against such reckless hate honestly
1: and then man that's every
0: every day i'm there is no god
1: i'm just gonna call that come out and say it
0: <laughs> i uh, i have, also find it really hilarious that in
2: the statement for this it, it's miyamoto giving the statement and he said he had to consult with chris's son his partner at illumination but as i was reading it the first time i was like is he really consulting with Chris Pratt about whether he should uh, <laughs> delay this
0: Margo movie? Chris is like, hey, man, look, it just it needs more time. <laughs> I, I haven't quite got the wahoo down. <laughs> the, the yippee uh. is there, but the wahoo <laughs> needs a little
2: work.
1: I'm just worried that um, it will conflict with Garfield. Like he's, he's just such an important guy and he's such a- a pinnacle of the voice acting industry i i don't know how much we're gonna get we're gonna get some
0: blurred lines some some accidental anime crossover
1: yeah like if if i hear mario complain about mondays or garfield (laughs) say whoopee i i don't know i mean the
0: the 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 one final warning left to us by the the crew of ghostbusters from you know however many years ago was that we should never cross the streams and it sounds like uh chris pratt is dangerously close to doing that
2: You know, there's a bunch of movies being delayed at the moment. I wouldn't be surprised if Garfield does get delayed as well.
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. Mondays. Am I right?
0: (laughs) God, imagine if the Garfield Uh, movie releases on a Monday. I hope it does. I know that it won't because that's just absolutely the worst for cinematic releases. Yeah, it is. uh, (laughs) It it would be funny. It would be funny. Uh, It's Monday somewhere in the world. Uh, Yeah. But basically, we We have confirmation that- Shut up. We have confirmation that uh, the- uh, Super Mario Bros. animated film is delayed until April 7, 2023, and uh, another couple weeks after that for Japan, uh, April twenty eighth in Japan. Um, yeah, that's I, I. It's a big delay. I can't. It is a big delay, it is but a I also big delay. I don't know. It like it's it's such like that. That's obviously uh, we need to fix some stuff, or uh, we need more time on this. That all the people that are like, oh man, I really wanted this to come out now, like. <laughs> It's not going to be good. <laughs> like adhering to its original release date, I think would be the worst thing for the film if they need that much more time on it. But
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, that that that's that's just me. Um, I I I'd like to think it's because they realized that giving Mario human teeth was a bad idea, so they need to go back to the uh, animation studio and uh, fix that up. Yeah, they're, they're gonna do
2: the reverse Sonic thing where now they're just gonna release <laughs> a movie with a hideous Mario. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. they, they gave us they gave us some Mario that was too animated and everyone was like make it more human like
2: wait we still haven't actually seen a trailer for this yet
0: no I know I know that's what I'm saying it'd be really funny if it's just like some absolute just creature on the screen <laughs> just total nightmare fuel uh, anyway not much more we can say on that uh, I'm I'm always in favor of delays because that almost always means the product is is better than what we'd otherwise be getting but uh, crazy crazy take uh, I know um, in the world of shoving everything out the door before it's ready. Uh, myself included, leaving home. Next up on the list, we have uh, the the third in the in the um, list of movie news for the week. Um, Sony uh, making more Spider-Man villain movies. And it's, it's funny that this was mentioned because I don't know any of these, like not even by name. I, I don't know many Spider-Man villains. Most of them I've learned from the movies, but I don't know any of these. Oh, anyone, I know
1: Craven only because I played Spider-Man 1 for the original Xbox, and he's like some hunter dude. Um, but there is no greater hunt than man.
0: Am I right?
2: Um, <laughs> I mean, Craven is a man.
0: <laughs>
1: but he's hunting himself. Sounds like eh? the
0: hunter just became the hunted. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but no, I've heard, <laughs> of, I've heard of Craven and I've heard of uh, Madame Webb and- I I did list this as like villains, but Madam Web isn't really a villain. She helps Peter Parker a lot, but um, this third guy El Muerto, uh, no one, oh, no, like no one guy. knew who he was until like, he put I, on the
0: mask. Until he, yes.
2: Oh, thank the you. The funny for that thing stick. is, is about to go for that? The funny thing is, is that his power is from that mask. Like apparently, he's a luchador <laughs> that wears a magical mask.
0: Sounds like something that Jim Carrey would play in a nineties action film.
2: Yeah. Um, but when these uh that when these uh free movies were announced uh, no one no one knew who El Muerto was and then people did some digging and it's like this dude's only appeared in two comic issues in his entire run.
1: Jesus, <laughs> I mean like, what no what <laughs> how did that get Greenlit? What are they thinking?
2: Get I, gets his own film, fuck yeah. I don't know, but uh not long after this I also want to point out that Andrew Garfield said, came out and said that he's uh, taking a break from doing movies to figure out his life.
1: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Probably we're not unrelated. getting related. We're not getting Amazing Spider-Man three then, eh?
2: I mm. I have a feeling that all of these guys were building up towards Amazing Spider-Man three, and now that's just yeah, that's out the door.
0: Bum bum bum, Maybe next time, eh? Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I I really have nothing else to add to this. I I hope they do well and that. People know what they're doing with Cra- these. I, if, if Morbius
2: uh, wasn't done so badly, I would have said that Craven could have been interesting. Um, but yeah, Morbius is making me like, go, no, none of these will be good. I don't know how you do well, a Madam
0: Webb
1: movie because.
0: I mean, ch- chances are you just need to make sure Jared Leto wasn't the ma- isn't the main character, right? And true, are like already most of the way there. More like Jared Leto Go, eh? <laughs> you also need a decent script writer. Uh, I'm pretty sure the main thing is making sure that Jared Leto doesn't touch it.
2: <laughs> but yeah, uh, also for uh, Madam Web, I don't know how you do a movie based on her because she just kind of sits in one place her entire life.
1: So
0: like gamers, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Twitch stream.
1: Related. <laughs> <in> three hours. <laughs> um,
0: finally, in the news this week, uh, we have some Spider-Verse news. Uh, originally, we were looking forward to Across the Spider-Verse, which... Uh, was supposed to release like a week ago, and then they announced a couple days after it was supposed to release, "Oh, hey, we're going to delay it." <laughs> good, good combo. Oh, <laughs> always love to see that that turn of events. Uh, but we've been, but we have news that uh, across the Spider Verse uh, Part One is still across the Spider Verse, but across the Spider Verse Part Two has been renamed to Beyond the Spider Verse uh, and has been delayed until 2024. Uh, I'm all for this. I prefer
2: a separate name than going part one, part two.
1: Mm. Mm. The Last of Us.
0: The Last of Us part two has entered the chat. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, so what what if it was beyond The Last of Us? The beyond of us. (laughs) The across of us. (coughs) Across the last of us. (laughs) After (laughs) us. Before us. (laughs) Um, Before the after us.
1: If you guys ever see that meme and it's like um it's like a mock-up of like a game case and it's like the first of us and it's like these cavemen beating the shit yeah. out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
2: I'll still reiterate from an earlier episode that my favorite is still the Fast of us and it's a go <laughs> <Yes. heartbreaking> game.
1: <laughs> that is, it's Bloodborne Cart. Um
2: Bloodborne Cart's gonna be real.
1: <laughs> it is. It is. Um Also I want to point
2: out for this is that it's going to be an extremely large animated movie project because they're going to have um, 240 characters, which is an insane amount of characters to have included.
0: I I really look forward to the uh two and a half hour runtime for part one, and then the one hour of credits where they go through and credit every one of those 240 characters.
2: Yep, it'll be insane. I'll I'll love it, and they'll have a uh, post credit scene as yeah, and well. Yeah, they're gonna have
0: a post credit scene. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it's going to be absolute torture. There's going to be a mid-credit scene and then a the post-credit scene, and you got
0: to sit in the theater for an hour to get to them. Bro, there's there's going to be an intermission in the mid-credit scene. Yeah. It'll just be it'll just be the ghost of Stanley that just says, "Stand up, stretch. Don't worry, we're not going anywhere. We've got another thirty minutes of this."
2: Ah, oh, they do the Ferris Bueller's Day Off bit where at the end they go, "What are you doing? Still here? Go, it's <laughs> yeah. over."
1: I've never seen that Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, it's, it's a good a movie. Absolute classic.
2: But yeah, I'm very uh, excited for uh, more Spider-Verse stuff because the first movie was fantastic.
0: First movie yep. was fantastic. I need to go back and watch agree. it. I'm very keen. To, I need yep. to rewatch it. Even even just stick the, the soundtrack on shuffle. Excellent time. Very good soundtrack anyway. as well. Next up on the list, uh, we, we're out of movies, I think. Yeah, we are. Um, Gearbox has announced that we're getting a sequel to Tales from the Borderlands. Speaking which, of movie games.
2: man, uh, <laughs> yeah, We're back to the episodic discussion.
0: Th- this one this one's interesting because uh, they. did you guys play the first one? Let's just start with that.
2: I did I played... not it's something I've been meaning to for ages because I think I got it for free on PlayStation
0: Plus. I've, I haven't finished it. I've played through I don't know. I, I, I want to say about half I think but it's been a while. I need to, I need to go back and finish it but I, I knew most of the characters and I knew all of the characters that were then introduced in Borderlands 3 because this was kind of like a, a tie over. Um, so I wasn't surprised by anything. I I'd met most of them, I think. But yeah, I haven't finished it. What about you, Steve? Did you finish it? Yeah, I
1: did. Yeah, I, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was.
0: Did you uh, Did you have a moment of silence for Scooter?
1: Yeah, that's that's a shame. But he was only written out of that because the voice actor had like throat cancer and that was his last performance because he literally apparently was in a lot of pain actually recording his lines. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely absolute absolute fucking sad. Hero. Yeah, real recognises real. Um yeah that was it's yeah. kind of a shame his last performance was in a spin off but it, he was very good in that. Um but yeah no it's, yeah, I love Tales from the Borderlands. I think it's I'd probably say it's one of my favorite um telltale series games. Uh, simply because like I maybe because I'm probably more invested in the the Borderlands type of lore but I I really enjoyed it. I think it it's really good.
2: Let's let's touch on that for a second as well because this new one isn't going to be by Telltale. It's being done by Gearbox internally.
1: True. Yeah, yeah that is a change. I'm not, It'd be interesting to see like if it's the same thing, just um, with, they just doesn't have the Telltale name on it. Like, is it still going to be? The...
0: <laughs> it's they 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 just re-release <laughs> Tales for the Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> the Gearbox cut. They just yeah yeah they just scrub all traces of the Telltale name off the game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah no, I'm just remembering just great parts of that uh, just as we're talking about it, like the, the finger gun fight, excellent. Patrick oh. Warburton, just being Patrick Warburton, yeah. excellent. <laughs> yeah, it, that, yeah, it's
1: fantastic. I haven't played it in so long. I think I got it for free on uh, Games with Gold,
0: so I've definitely got it. Um, yeah, I need to come back and finish it. Yeah. Uh, Alright, yeah, boys. I, I
2: am, I, oh, Randy Pitcher <laughs> is also making the bold claim that it'll
0: release this year. Oh it's mm, I'm gonna press X to doubt that one. Um, the thing that I am curious about, specifically with this one, is that uh, so I, I have a hunch, right? I have a hunch i'm I'm, I'm so reading i'm'm I'm, I'm analyzing the web page in front of me, and I'm thinking what what is what is what is in the in the chaotic mind of Randy Pitchford? Uh, when he's not fucking spitting in people's faces or whatever the fuck he does at Kipps, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's, he's a, a weird or, man. Or
2: losing porn <laughs> in a uh, medieval
1: restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That. Yeah, it's God, strange, like, don't. I did that. Got
0: like I don't think I don't think I've read any like normal story about Randy Pitch, but <laughs> even if it's just like he showed up for work, it's like he showed up for work, but then something fucking weird happened. Anyway, um, what what I what I suspect they're going to do is that they're going to use tales of the borderlands. As, uh, so, I'm I'm explaining this really badly. Borderlands 3 pulled in some of the characters from Tales of the Borderlands Part 1. I suspect, and it's hinted at in this article, uh, article courtesy of, uh, that they are looking at doing a similar thing with tying characters and stories that were conceived and made in Tales of the Borderlands into a main game title. However, what I think they're going to do is they're going to use this as a chance to sort of rectify and maybe even retcon some of the mistakes they made with the storytelling for Ava because everyone hates Ava, but Gearbox made it very clear that Ava will be a large part of the next Borderlands game. So I suspect that we're gonna get a lot of Ava or Ava adjacent content in this Tales from the Borderlands series to try and get the community more on board with Ava when they do the next Borderlands mainline game. That that's my hunch.
2: Yeah. I don't know uh, who Ava is, so uh, I will just uh, trust your word on that.
0: Same, <laughs> the, but the, I, I wouldn't it wouldn't. The 15-second summary of Ava. Uh, she's an orphaned kid that becomes the protege of a very, very loved character in the Borderlands series called Maya. Uh, playable character in Borderlands 2. Um, uh, just sort of like a, a character in Borderlands 3. And then Ava just gets her killed in Borderlands 3. Oh. And the community went huh, She's she's an absolute piece of shit. But maybe she'll take that as like a, a like a lesson and a turning point, and she'll and she'll become a more mature character. No, <laughs> the entire time she's just this petulant little shit. <laughs> and so, oh. and so they get to the they get to the final scene, and Lilith, who otherwise has been the, the guiding light of the Borderlands series until now, turns around and goes, "Take care of Sanctuary, Ava. Uh, the future lies with you." And then goes and. Basically, kills herself in service of of closing her planet. Um, needed her, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and so and so, the community is like, okay, <laughs> this is not what we want at all. Uh, so that yeah, that, that's why I say it's my hunch is that universally everyone went Ava's shit. Ava's gonna be a major part of Borderlands Four. This is problematic. So we'll have to wait and see. But yeah that's 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 how I read this so um,
2: I think although- Randy soul read what you're, you were trying to soul read because he, he came out and said that they were going to be doing all new characters and all new stories for this game
0: yeah but uh, even within that right like Reese and ah, um, oh, shoot uh, I don't remember the other characters far out um, either way the Hyperion guys from the original Tales from the Borderlands uh, were still... Yeah, I can't remember the name at all. Yeah, but they, they, they were still around Handsome Jack, right? Like, they were yeah. still in the same kind of area and they still influenced his character and he influenced their characters. So, Randy Pitchford can stand up and, and try and soul-read me, soul-reading him all he wants, but I reckon it's still going to be all new characters and stories around trying to get the community on board with Ava. Your move, Randy. Checkmate. I'm going to take the silences that uh, everyone agrees with me. That's fine. Cool. We'll move yep. on. Um, next up on the list, we have uh, Siphon Filter games, uh, which I don't think I have played. Uh, I've never Syphon heard of Siphon Filter these. 1, 2, Dark Mirror and Logan Shadow. I've heard of these. I've just never played them. Yeah, uh, they're I've, rated for PS5 and PS4 in Korea. So, I've uh, never played these,
2: but um, I've heard of them quite a bit. I know uh, Siphon Filter was a very popular thing on the PlayStation brand for quite a while. Um. So yeah, just seeing these uh, getting listed for PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five is kind of exciting news. And whether it's part of the PlayStation pr- Plus program or they're coming in a separate thing, um, it hopefully is a separate thing so I can check them out because I'm not upgrading my PlayStation Plus tier. Um. But yeah, whenever ah. whenever these come, I'll I'll hopefully give them a check out.
0: Siphon filter, dark mirror, or Logan. I don't remember. I think I've played one of them uh, on PSP.
2: Yeah, it says I here don't Dark Mirror which one, was a PS- launched for the PSP.
0: It's so familiar, though. Like, the more I think about it, the more, like, I, I, yeah, I've played one of these. I don't remember which one, but I have played one of these. Crazy how long ago. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't remember much, but I remember enjoying it because I finished it. I don't remember anything about it, though. <laughs> 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 yeah no i
2: hear like super enjoyable games and
0: um they
2: just kind of disappeared after the psp
0: mm. just like the vita
2: yeah <laughs> poor vita um, it deserved better maybe if it had a slightly filter game
0: true true uh we're waiting <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway uh yeah looking forward to that i get a nice nostalgia hit uh vicariously through people that own a playstation which is not me Uh, Next up on the list, Splatoon 3. Uh, We have a launch date announced, uh, September 9th. Yeah, uh,
2: this is kind of interesting because September is when Xenoblade was supposed to launch. So I'm guessing Xenoblade got moved up so that Splatoon could take
0: September. I mean, you know what they say, you know, Splatoon Timber, that's the the launch week, month, shit.
2: I I don't think Uh, people say that at all. Uh, yeah, well,
0: it's... It's, it's it's free. People can, you know, I'm not gonna not gonna copyright strike them on that one. Uh, so long as they give me a bucket with which I can stomp people younger than me, I'm I'm good. That's all I enjoyed doing in two.
2: I liked the dual pistols a lot in R two when I played it.
0: Try hard. <laughs> I never the, played the dodge it roll really. was fun.
2: <laughs> but no, uh, they they also did a release date trailer and yeah, it it looks like more Splatoon. It looks pretty fun.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's uh intro I never actually finished the single player for Splatoon 2. I only ever really do multiplayer.
1: Is it any I good heard the
0: single player was good.
1: I always think uh, that maybe um, I
0: should play Splatoon, but I never do. I probably wouldn't get it now. I think I think you're well past yeah. when when it would be worth getting now. I've heard the single player is good. If it's on sale, I'd probably worth picking up for the single player. A Nintendo game on I...
1: sale. You absolutely fucking <laughs> mad man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> See you'd be paying a full
2: price for Splatoon two now when you can just wait. Four months yeah, and get to Splatoon
1: three for the same price. <laughs> for the same yeah. price. <laughs> While the Splatoon Three well Splatoon One costs the same. Uh.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah, no, um the single player and this, the single player actually got DLC I think too, which I also didn't play. Oh, but yeah, no, yeah I've, And I've I've heard good things about the single player. I've just never finished it myself.
2: The DLC is also being changed to be free with our um, the premium Nintendo's uh, uh Nintendo's pass. You mean the uh, Nintendo Game Pass? Yeah, base, the, the Nintendo, Nintendo DLC Pass. The
1: expansion pass.
2: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the Splatoon uh, 2 DLC just got added to that for free as well. So um, if you have that and you have um, Splatoon 2, then go for that. I've, I've heard that mm. DLC is fantastic as well.
1: Mm. Uh, Was well, better yeah, than the Borderlands really DLC. <laughs> yes, oh, boy. actually, from
0: can't what I've heard. To, can't, can't wait to hear about this continuously. First was <laughs>
2: um, first was RCS and its graphics. Now it's a DLC and its worthiness.
0: Yep. Coiled captors, the the shit show of gearbox. Uh, yeah. I'm, you know, it'll be interesting. Uh, with you know. Also, Hopefully I'm watching this trailer
2: well. now, Patrick, and I can confirm there is a bucket. It's
0: the Go paint. On. It's all I the, want. The paint fill. Step full. one, bucket. Step two, fill bucket. Step three. Hit kid with bucket. Well, hit kid with paint in bucket. But, you know, I mean, that could be a comma. Maybe there's not. Anyway, next up on the list, we have uh, Sony finally adding variable refresh rate via a system software update.
2: I can't believe this happens on the week that Josh got a PS5.
1: I reckon he, he orchestrated it. He must yeah, have insider knowledge, I'm telling you. That's why he's <laughs> not here. He's playing
0: his PS5. Yeah, he's I wouldn't be surprised. From his bed that he shed in. <laughs>
1: He's um He's not he's here to refute that. He's wiping his ass with the PlayStation and it's white, so I just got a weird streak <laughs> mark. Okay, I was too far, I'm sorry. Come back Jesus. Josh. We miss you and your shit stained PS5. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, this is um something that they've been supposed to be adding for quite a long time because if they didn't they could have actually been sued for it. So I guess they were coming up to the limit of when they could do it. Um, okay, a whole so, bunch of games have also been updated to have uh, VRR support. So, um, is,
1: so as an Xbox player, I've had this for quite some time. Can you maybe explain what VR is? I think I have an understanding of it because I saw a funny video about it.
2: Okay, but, so it's it, your TV or uh, monitor has to support it. But basically, what it does is um, it, the refresh rate of um your screen will match the uh. Frame rate of the game. So if you have frame drops, then it won't be as noticeable because your TV isn't refreshing the fra- uh, where the frame drops were
0: happening.
1: Ah, uh, okay. So it's just keeping everything in sync then.
0: Yeah, basically. Ah, uh, okay. Pretty much. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's good. I, I consider this update to be similar to Nintendo finally saying, oh, yeah, turns out we had the ability to use Bluetooth headsets the whole time, Lamal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turns out it wasn't a hardware limitation. Uh, here's a software update. GG, chuckle fox. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that article courtesy of Komatsu as well. Uh, but you know, anyone that has a PS5 or 10 of you that could find one in stock, uh, congratulations. Enjoy. Uh, yeah, all I really have to say on that. Uh, next up on the list, we have this one. I, I find very funny. Uh, time limited game trials are now going to be a requirement for PlayStation games that are $30, $34 or higher. Um, they say at wholesale. I don't know what the average game margin is, but basically, most, I'm assuming most AAA games are now going to have a requirement that they get a time limited game trial. Uh, this one, to, also courtesy of Gumatsu, as an article. Um, almost always, uh, sorry, al- almost certainly as part of their like PlayStation Plus premium. Bullshit that they're trying to push, which I laughed at when they said that you get to play time-trialled, uh, time-limited trials of games, just because that seems like such an outdated demo format to me.
2: Yeah, and it's like, okay, cool, gotta pay for a demo now. <laughs> I, yeah, it's
1: fucking weird.
2: I think this is something that I've seen come up, and I kind of agree with it thinking about it. But it seems like that um people think they might be doing this because um. At- PlayStation has a pretty harsh no refund policy in the states and stuff. I think they have to do refunds over here because of our consumer laws. But now to oh. try and get around that, they're doing these um game trials for the higher end of PlayStation Plus to be like, "Hey, you're not actually buying the game, give it a try, see if you like it." And then the uh if you buy it later, you can't try and refund it on us because you've committed. Okay.
0: That that take at least makes more sense than just uh here at Sony, we couldn't figure out why people would pay this much for the top tier PlayStation Plus subscription. So we're just going to give people demos. And we're going to force people to make them. Yeah. Um, I, 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 do, I do find it funny that in the article it's noted that uh, time trials are only required to be available on the service for... for hang on, Only required to be available on the service for at least 12 months. Only required. Maybe I misread that. I thought on initial reading that they were only expecting that these uh, two hour limited trials were going to be around for 12 months apiece. Um, I might have ended up misreading that sentence, but never mind. That would have made it way funnier if, if Sony's forcing devs to go make a two hour trial of a game uh, three months after launch and then say, don't worry, we're going to get rid of it after a year anyway.
2: No, I think uh, it's a, I like know. a game by game. Scenario is like twelve months after the game comes out, so they don't have to have a time trial anymore.
0: No, but that, that, that's my point. It seems it seems weird where it's like I know that you spent all this time making the trial, but don't worry, you don't have to like maintain it after twelve months. Yeah, it's like well, yeah, because we've already made the trial. <laughs> We're not doing a live service demo. Or <laughs> well, maybe they are. I'm not sure.
2: I I get to read that it it uh, can be taken off the service after twelve months. Mm. So like. Um, uh, yeah, so, like, if they do a demo for, like, let's say, God of War Ragnarok, whenever that comes out, uh, 12 months after the game comes out, they'll just take the demo off PlayStation Network.
0: But that just still seems even funnier, that Sony's telling devs to pour money and resources into this, and then at the end of 12 months, don't worry, we're just gonna trash your project.
2: Yeah. And they also say that they'll have, you can do custom game demos instead of the time Trials, but it has to be approved on a case by case
0: scenario. So it's it's uh, such a stupid don't, system. Don't don't worry, Steve. Uh, in future, people will be able to speed run the Joel percent Last of Us Part Two, thanks to Sony's premium in game trials. I,
1: wait, that's this is actually like the big the biggest brainless play because this is exactly what um, Naughty Dog wants people to do. They want people to stop it, Joel getting killed, and it's like, oh well, you play the game. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the whole game. Yeah. Thank you for playing Last of Us. Um, there's a speed run of, I think it's a Zelda game, weird tangent, which is fastest done on a demo. But I don't remember if the demo is of the Zelda game or of another game and the demo is of Zelda. I think it's of another game and the demo is of Zelda. I think it's Smash Brothers.
1: Smash Brothers does have um, demos in the Japanese version. I think. I think that's what you're about to say.
0: Yeah, I, I think it might be that. I, I, you know, I saw this ages ago now, but it just reminds me of that. Where I think the fastest time you can set is doing it in the demo for whatever Zelda game it is. Just because it's a demo, so it's got a whole bunch of different uh, like shortcutted code and mechanics and things. So people can beat the demo version faster than the real game, I think. I think is the story. Hilarious if true. I should probably go confirm that. Yeah, I'd probably confirm that. Anyway, uh, I personally think it's stupid and that people aren't going to pay the highest PlayStation plus subscription tier just for in-game demos but what do I know I don't even have a PlayStation get fucked Sony uh, <laughs> I have a PlayStation
2: up... 5 and I can tell you I will not
0: you heard it here first next up <laughs> on this we have uh so this this next story I find funny um we hear about PlayStation setting up a game preservation team thanks to the most LinkedIn of LinkedIn posts By a guy that they just hired. A uh, Canadian game dev. By the name of Garrett Fredley. This. This game. uh, This article brought to you by. uh, VideoGameChronicle.com. Who. uh, Went onto LinkedIn. And talked about how excited he was. To join as a senior build engineer. At PlayStation. Working for the newly created preservation team. And it's. Oh god like. You can't help but cringe when you see LinkedIn posts of like, today is my first day. I'd like to thank everyone that helped me get here. I'm looking really forward to working and, you know, making the world a better place. But this is the first time that we've had any confirmation that Sony even has a game preservation team. So I can't help but feel like his first day was suddenly made very awkward when a bunch of uh, people in black suits showed up and asked them to come with him.
2: (laughs) Broke NDA (laughs) right away, hour one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like pre-hour one he's not even on the premises and he broke nda by being excited for it he walks in and it's like sorry big fella (laughs) keep walking (laughs) um in in like you know to take the more positive spin it does basically confirm that there is something happening with uh older playstation games uh in some capacity obviously nothing has been mentioned yet but we know that there are Things like, uh, it's like a PlayStation 3 streaming, right? We covered, we covered this, uh, last week. Yeah. And One of them is like. God, cl- I hope that they just turned that into
2: emulation later instead yeah, of just streaming.
0: Yeah, yeah. Surely, surely they
1: wouldn't set up a games preservation sort of branch if they weren't doing. Yeah, surely they
0: can't just stream it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen. Mate, don't things. worry. I'm wondering yeah, if this boy, branch your boy is going Garrett to be. Your boy Garrett Fredley on the case.
2: I'm I'm wondering if this branch is going to be similar to what the uh, Microsoft's back compat branch was like. At least that's yeah, what maybe. I hope it's like. Where they just they, they they try to make an active effort of um restoring uh, their past games in like a very efficient manner that's just moves forward with every console, like what Xbox is doing at the moment, or what hmm. they have done because apparently they've stopped now.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But go, Garrett. Hope you enjoy working as a senior build engineer and not winding up in a dumpster behind Sony Studios or anything. Um, all I really have to say on that, tangentially, because uh, I know it's not on the docket, but I know that we talked about it briefly before recording. Uh, Seth, your thoughts on the PlayStation Plus selection for this month?
2: Uh, it's shit. I, I
0: can't even remember what oh. they were, but it's all shit. Are, are you Are you not a fan of FIFA 22?
2: I am not a fan of uh, sports games in general, no.
0: You're not a Chad Sportsball enjoyer?
2: I am not. I'm sorry, Steve.
1: <laughs> I don't know how you can do it the same game every year, man. I don't know how you, you can't like that. <laughs> What's the difference <laughs> it's, it's, between FIFA 14 and FIFA 22? Literally fucking nothing.
2: It's even better when they get worse year by year instead of better.
1: <laughs> there's an like, every- IGN review they did of like uh, FIFA 21 for the Switch. Um, and it's pretty much like, they put zero effort into this fucking game. I'm going to put zero effort into my review and literally just copy and pasted <laughs> the review they did the previous year. And I'm like, what the fuck? Fucking nice. based.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so <laughs> good. So funny. I,
0: I, also, I also love that. I don't know if they do it anymore, but like um, uh, a couple of years ago, every every iteration on the FIFA game, they talk about all this amazing new technology. Like, you know, the the feet move independently and there's like all these different kick animations and stuff. But- Real ball oh, yeah, physics. I've, yeah, yeah, like all of that. It's like I, I have friends that, that live for the fucking latest FIFA game or whatever, and I'll I'll sit on their couch watching them play it. I would not be able to tell you what FIFA game they're playing. It could, it could be FIFA fourteen for all I know.
1: <laughs> it's just it just depends on what the console they're playing. It I just
0: it, it looks the same every year. <laughs> like, oh yeah, all that real ball physics, cool. It looks identical to when one of them kicks the ball in this game at uh, when one of them kicks the ball in a previous game. Call me crazy. Uh, I don't remember what the other PlayStation Plus games are, but yeah, there wasn't anything that stuck out to me as something that would be like, oh boy, PlayStation Plus this month looks good.
2: Yeah, no, it wasn't an exciting month this time.
1: It looks shit. Yep. Like, but at the same time, the Xbox <laughs> yes. games with gold. It's been shit for like five, four years. And so <laughs> welcome to the pain, big fella.
0: Hmm. First time. Uh, anyway, uh, GG, <laughs> GG, g- Sony uh lastly well no second to last actually uh we have a monster hunter event set for may 10th i'm excited for this sunbreak content is always good uh so (laughs) we're absolutely going to hear more about this um you know once we hear what it is they're announcing get ready Uh, for another
2: hour of uh, monster hunter coverage
0: oh you know it Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm assuming this will be more um, fleshing out of what we can expect with Sunbreak, which is, of course, coming up in two months, I think. Yeah, just under two months away now. Uh, I'm super excited, and I still need to go back and finish uh, the the PC version to get ready for Sunbreak. Yeah, I need Um, to do the same soon as well. It just keeps getting pushed down my list. Anyway, uh, pretty much nothing else to report. But if you happen to be around May 10th, 2022 at 7 p.m., what well, 7-something PDT. I'm assuming AM, actually, PDT. Yeah, because they've got uh,
2: 1500 for BST.
0: Yeah, I don't know what either of those time zones
2: are. <laughs> uh, PDT is uh, Pacific Daylight.
0: See, here, 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 is, here is where my brain went to. I saw that, and I went Pacific Dialogue Town from Gen 3 Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you pronounce that? Pacific Dialogue. Isn't it pacific log Look, it doesn't matter. I'm- um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, Someone's you're right, and it's not me. <laughs> you, you might be right, but there are a lot of words in Gen 3 Pokemon that, uh, I don't know, how old was I when Gen 3 came out? I, don't, I remember playing it in Year 5, so 10-year-old, maybe even younger, me. Yeah, yeah the, no, yeah. even younger. Um, no, 9, 8, eight, eight
1: I'm googling eight, it.
0: Eight, eight, or, eight or nine year old me looked at some of those names and went this is how it's pronounced now. I don't care what anyone else so, says.
1: So it's it's spelled like Pacific, but instead of a C it's got like a D. So it'd be Log Town. Pacific Logtown. Maybe you're right.
0: Fucking hell. Um, Damn. Eight, eight to nine year old me has a better reading comprehension level than me now. <laughs> it's a shit fucking word. Anyway. Why does Holman have two N's? Man, what is it?
1: Because it's second the second gen, baby, best I, gen, I, third, third gen, but it's, it's still it's, the best gen.
2: Right? You, you we'll, right? we'll
1: take
0: those. Maybe you are cooked, Seth. <laughs> Put a fork in you. I'm done. done. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Finally. Uh. Not on the docket, but just really, really quickly touch on. Uh. Twitch decided that they want to. Well, that they might be dropping revenue split from seventy thirty with creators down to fifty fifty. Um. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this was a, that this is a bad move likely to be met with apprehension and disdain by the community. Uh, Seth, are you pro Twitch to getting more money? Th- this is a bold move by
2: Twitch. Let's see how it plays out for them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they had us in the first half, not going to lie. <laughs>
2: really coming in with Steve. this uh, pro-consumers dance. Yeah, Th-
0: Steve, Steve, are, are you also in favor of the underdog being Twitch relative to YouTube and other streaming platforms?
1: Don't forget to tip your Twitch landlord. <laughs> yeah I yeah look it, it sounds pay, pay a coin to your twitcher yeah oh that was a good one actually oh um, hey
0: thank you thank you get that I'm, remix
2: I'm sorry Patrick but after this I need to squeeze in one more something just huge came out I need to talk about as well
0: that could be the
1: name of the, the, <laughs> the episode title as well um, but yeah I, I. it's not I don't know content creators make so little much so little money on twitch Mo- the majority of many Anyway, it's kind of hard to be like, well, Twitch is taking more money. That's not really fair, is it?
0: I don't know. I I I feel like uh, Twitch only making you know hundreds of millions slash low billions of dollars a year really does put it as the underdog relative to the industry. So, I'm in favor of them absolutely crushing middle and small creators to make up for that shortfall. You're not being ironic. I know you love capitalism. <laughs> like, hey, you piece of shit. I I don't know. I. I don't see how this move does anything favorable to them. I think all this does is drive people away from Twitch if they see that sort of thing. Oh, actually, there, there was a funny follow-up, but one of the heads of uh, one of the YouTube live streaming arms, YouTube Gaming or whatever the hell it is, uh, one of the heads of that tweeted out like, hey, uh, you know, YouTube live streaming is doing real well. Also, side note, just for anyone that's interested, we're maintaining a 70-30 partnership split, so you know, <laughs> just leaving that out there. <laughs> <Got me>. Nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, it has been confirmed. It's been rumored, and it might have been uh, internal discussion leaking out or whatever. But I don't yeah. think I've seen anyone that that has taken the side of Twitch in this. So yeah, well, we yeah, know, it's, yeah.
2: it's all been anti-Twitch ever since it came out.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, it's, there's no justification for it. It's not like if Twitch is struggling. Um, so yeah, it, there's no justification for it. It's been greedy mm.
0: and also running more ads and a few other bits and pieces. Yeah, and um, trying to force creators to put more ads up as well. Ludwig has an intro being the golden boy of Twitch who is now on YouTube. Uh, to had an interesting video talking about it, uh, at least on the ad side. Uh, worth checking out on uh, his mogul mail channel. Um, weird plug, you know, just <laughs> us, us giant podcasting platform helping pull up a small creator like fucking Ludwig. <laughs> Never <laughs> um, say we didn't do anyway.
2: anything for the community,
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, that's where I think we're gonna leave the news for this week. Hold on, uh, hold on. There's one on. more piece of oh, news. Oh, sorry. Just, yes, that's right. Yes, you, just you came want to out. One more. I
2: want to get your yep. thoughts on this. Um, hold off the so, press. So critically acclaimed uh, game, uh, Balon Wonderworld. We we all know oh, it. We God. all love it. Oh
0: shit. <laughs>
2: yep. Um, it just came out Where that is this going? Yuji Naka just revealed that um he was uh, fired uh, from um, Square Enix six months before the game came out, and he sued Square Enix over the matter. And he's claiming that he knew the game was unfinished and he was criticising both Square Enix and the development studio over uh, the game, like, coming out the way it was.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: I, I believe Yuji Naka is now, now retired from the game development uh, industry as well. <laughs> so this is just him kind of um, throwing both
0: of them under the bus. Good shit. God, what a, what a dumpster fire <laughs> See, like, I, I, look at, I look at Babylon's Fall and I think, man, Square Squ- Enix really has it rough. And then I think, wait, no, they're also behind Bell and Wonderworld. They deserve what they get. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they also did uh, Left <laughs> Alive, that uh, front mission uh, spin off that was really horrid. And Quiet Man, which was apparently a really shitty beat 'em up uh, Square Enix does fr- bad yeah. things every now and then. Yeah, like, I'm every not- time they put out a, a banger, they um, also have to put out something that's just really horrid.
0: Something that, something that keeps them from flying too close to the sun.
2: It seems like they, they do,
0: like, one good thing right and ten good things bad.
2: Yeah, it's, it's to keep themselves humble.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Remember <laughs> where you came from. <laughs> keep, keep their shareholders humble, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I think that's what we're going to leave the news for this week. Uh, now we get to move on to the audience question for this week. Uh, this person didn't even write in with a name. Um, Anony Moose's brother, uh Anony Caribou. What about Anonymous? Uh, Anonymous. That was a better one. <laughs> Fuck it would have been. I don't know. An Anony Caribou will have to have to wait his turn, I guess. Um, next time. Anony Mouse. Yeah. Anonymous writes in. Um, hey guys, loving the podcast. Uh would be really interested to know your thoughts on whether cloud streaming is uh a like a sign of the future or more of a gimmick. Um, slightly paraphrase the question, kind of fucked up pronunciation, uh, doing it live. Oh, well, move on. Um, interesting question though. We talk more and more about things being done as, uh, cloud streaming. I don't know how long we're going to spend on this. Uh, I think its current implementation is shit in almost all forms, but, uh, my personal take is that eventually it will be good enough. Um, there was a concept it was done by, was it Razor? That released a concept of like a streaming system that would that was uh, platform independent. And it does you could just stream. Yeah, it does seem
1: like a very Razer thing to do. I
0: think it was Razer. I need to go look it up. Um, but it was basically just. Uh, it, it looked kind of like uh, a Series X or a Series S, uh, just like a, a large brick. But you stick the brick on your home network, and you can stream from any console, uh, mobile included, onto. Uh, I think, onto anything, too. Ah,
1: cool. Uh, Or at least
0: uh, I could stream it onto my Xbox. Kind of, yeah. Or, like, it it wouldn't be that you stream it onto your Xbox. You'd stream it onto the TV. But because it's platform independent, uh, you could stream it to anything that can consume a signal. So I assume that would also include phone if you were really keen. Um, And I assume it would just have support for controllers and everything else. It's basically just like a middleware between, uh, like, any console and a display. But that as a concept, I think, is the future. I don't think it's in consumer production. I think it was just a concept for a conference, but that, I think, is the future. But the current implementation of, oh, you want to buy a game? It's only available on cloud stream and get fucked. Uh, I I think that's really shitty and poorly done, and by all accounts, it sounds like it doesn't even work particularly well. Looking at you, Kingdom Hearts on Switch, and uh, there was some other service.
2: PlayStation Now Um, in
0: general. Yeah, um, remote play works well, but that's not really streaming because that's still based on content on your own network. Uh, there was one, oh, NVIDIA, NVIDIA's- <laughs> Yeah, GFO's um, now. Is that it? Is it GFO? Yeah, there was something where it's like, it, it, it sits in a data center and then streams to you know, wherever you are, uh, but it's not based on a company. It's, it's just NVIDIA streaming a game to you and you have a little selection of games that you can pick from that you can stream. Um, that- I mean, I haven't heard anything too negative about that, so I assume that's the best version of it, but I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on this?
1: Um, I'll I'll just get my shit comment out of the way first. Um,
0: he, he's
2: going to have to be positive so that the Microsoft stocks stay up.
1: Well, <laughs> But what am I supposed to do if like there's no clouds in the sky? Is it just no gaming? Is, is cloud gaming ruined by clear skies? Um, and
2: I hear the Microsoft stocks tanking.
1: Uh, well, actually, on that point, you guys I don't make know, fun of <laughs> You guys make fun of Microsoft. What you want their, their cloud gaming they've got at the moment is pretty good. Um,
0: we covered a story. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you finish. But just it, it just reminded me of um, we covered a story two or three weeks ago about them partnering up with Sega. Was it that uh, there was an Azure? I think it was Azure Sega crossover, or it might have been Azure Capcom. I think maybe it was Sega
2: like- is partnering with Microsoft for something like. Yeah, It was as the as Sega like going towards Microsoft thing rather than Microsoft going to Sega.
0: Yeah, but the, I, I feel like a lot of- There is a lot of opportunity in a, in a partnership like that to enhance a gaming streaming experience. But what were you going to finish with, Steve? Sorry. Yeah, no, I was just saying that, like, because
1: um, the, the streaming, the cloud streaming that the Microsoft, that comes with Game Pass Ultimate at the moment, is pretty good at adding um, games to it, like, pretty consistently. Um, so it's always good like I've got I know I've got the option to sort of stream something to my phone like if, if I'm on the couch like watching the, the footy or something I was streaming um, Slay the Spy to it so like during like a slow moment um, after the Panthers were putting on like 20 tries um, <laughs> <laughs> and a slight plug there um, yeah, I of course. Still, yeah. I could still yeah, be right. playing it on my phone and because it's like sort of a, a turn-based game I wasn't noticing any lag at all to be quite honest and the controls, um, it, it, it wasn't touch, uh, there were no touch controls in any sense of the word, apart from like having a sort of buttons on the screen, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, 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 the, so, the ov- overlay control. Yeah, the overlay,
0: that's, that's what I was looking for, yeah.
1: And I thought, I thought it worked really well. Um, I didn't feel
0: I was... Di- so the, the, di- only, the only difference with that sort of example is that you're again streaming something from your own network though, aren't you? Um honestly I don't know. Um, like like your Xbox is running Slay the Spire, right? It's just streaming it to your phone. I don't think so. No. No? Oh okay. Um I think it
1: it, it was using my save, my save, but it does stream it. Um actually you know what? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I was pretty sure it wasn't streaming for my Xbox my Xbox is turned off. Um but my uh my sense is that it's a it's cloud streaming. Um but then at the same time I'll right. Um, I'll heavy caveat that and say that it is a turn-based game, so I didn't really feel any. Input yeah, so you don't lag.
0: need the the response time, yeah, like an FPS would. Yeah, so if um, I was playing like an FPS
1: or even like a third-person shooter or any type of something that like a platform where they needed like precision timing, I'm not sure how good it would be. Um, yeah, fair enough. And but at the same time, I probably wouldn't because that's because cloud gaming isn't at a state where like I honestly trust that. Yeah. I probably wouldn't go down that route, but then at the same time, I haven't tried it yet. So, they don't mock it to try it type of thing. So maybe it's something to something sure. to maybe I'll explore it if I ever end up going away for holidays or something.
0: Uh, Seth, your thoughts?
2: I don't think our infrastructure is at a place yet where cloud streaming can be a viable thing. Like yeah, especially um, in
1: Australia. Australia is very slow upload yeah. download speeds.
2: Yeah, especially us. Um, I could see it being a future thing. Where it's like you don't own anything. You just stream everything. Um, But. uh, I. Yeah. I could see it being like a viable option in the future. It's just we need to get the technology there first. We need to get like an internet infrastructure that works for it better first. And um, just make that technology work. Like it can get there eventually. But we're not there yet. I don't see it for like maybe another 10 years minimum.
1: Actually, you've raised a good point there, Seth. Like, a, like well, video streaming services now are pretty much being streamed, so maybe it is sort of like an inevitable sort of conclusion that you'd essentially stream a game you played when you're done, you're like, cool, I'm done. Like, yeah. Are we sort of seeing with the rise of subscription services with Game Pass and...
2: You know, yeah, it, I think Game Pass is like a first step towards going there yeah. because it, people are already calling it the Netflix of video games and... Once Xbox is making that set, uh, stride toward uh, doing it like their X Cloud system, so it just feels like a natural conclusion that at some point they're going to go, uh, whatever's on Game Pass, you can just stream. And then yeah. they, like, they literally become the Netflix of video games doing that.
1: Yeah, I'm, in- I'm still undecided on what I feel about that. Um, it's good and it's bad.
0: In, in the world where that does exist, do you see- like you know, let, let's say that happens, right? Let's say we get like technology sorted. There's no uh, network issue or anything else. Do you see that finally uh, killing off things like the gaming internet cafes?
2: Mm.
0: I I see it more
2: kind of killing off AAA A games because um like going off like what Sony said for their games is like they wouldn't do day one. Uh, releases on uh, their service for their AAA games because they would lose so much money doing it. Um, If clouds became like the norm I think we'd see a big drop in like huge big budget games because they wouldn't be able to make their money back uh, uh, if you go off what Sony said anyway.
1: Yeah, that's uh, That's sort of a good point. It'd just probably be like AAA games would become like the maybe the ones that You'd have the option of either streaming it or buying it, whereas indie games could only be streamed or something, or maybe the other way around.
0: Or I, don't, I don't know. But I mean, it's a good you point. Know, with, with Sony, with Sony, you get a, a two-hour, two-hour demo, right? So you, you know whether or not you want to buy it. <laughs> yeah, two exactly. Hours sometimes
1: yeah, it's, it's not enough, or is sometimes if, enough to finish a DLC many times over.
2: Imagine, imagine <laughs> getting a two-hour demo for Kingdom Hearts two, and your only impression for the game is a Roxas segment. Peak Imagine fiction. getting a
0: two-hour demo for Coil Captors DLC for Tiny Teeners, and you get to finish the DLC, like, eight times. What's another game that would do really badly with a two-hour demo? Uh,
1: I, you, could, you could argue, like, some games, most games, probably two hours isn't enough to sort of, like, sink your teeth into it and, and to sort of, like, get the hang of it and get the hang of the, me- the mechanics, especially in, like, literally any JRPG, two hours is literally... Like two cutscenes,
0: um, yeah. I was thinking um, something like the whatever Civ Seven uh, is going to be. Um, that in two hours you would have zero idea whether or not you want to buy the game.
1: Well, if you're doing like a, like a with the smallest game mode, it might be all right. But then like you're sort of ruining the experience be yourself if you're playing it on that mode
2: anyway. Balon Wonderworld, I'd uh, argue that two hours is too much time.
1: <laughs> Playsta- PlayStation's actually uh, doing you a favor by taking it
0: away. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting. Anyway, uh, any final thoughts? Uh, I don't have anything more to add to this discussion. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, um, I. It, it's
1: an interesting concept, and I do believe you're right, that in the next 10 years, we'll probably, if we're not completely streaming everything, we'll be very close to it. And it is sort of coming towards that inevitable conclusion of essentially not really owning anything, unless you want collectibles or something, you can get your... Yeah, anime figure girl in a jar, and that's your business. What goes on between you and God is your business.
2: Um. You had to mention the jar, didn't you? I, you, just had to, you just had to take it that far.
1: Hey, man, if I can't own my video games, have got to own someone. <laughs> the Krispy Kreme right? Does that fit in the jar? Okay, that was too far. I'm sorry. Krispy <laughs> jar. Working
2: on that is... original glaze, are you? <laughs> oh, right. God, I, I'm pulling out. I'm pulling out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pulling out of the jar, or? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God pulling out a joke say <laughs>
1: fade, fade to black fade to black <laughs> cut us um, out cut us off
0: yeah 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 yeah. Uh, to, to, got, got, got you Steve got you Steve don't worry um, thank you anonymous Mouse <laughs> for most of that discussion <laughs> gonna have to bleach the rest of it from my memory um, if you or anyone that you know has an audience question you'd like us to answer uh, feel free to get in touch we are on Facebook at Fast Travel Lounge on Twitter at Fast Travel Lounge minus one of the L's or a good old fashioned email, uh, lounge at gmail dot um, Feel free to like, subscribe, share, rate, review, um, follow. Any other buzzwords I'm missing? Probably. Smash that. Do any of motherfucking like button, or you know, uh, whatever else is, is the equivalent of a like button. Um, don't smash anything illegal. We 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 don't we don't condone. Uh, illegal activities on, on this, this travel lounge we're, we're travelling fast, we're not travelling illegally um, but that does bring us to the end of episode 21 for this week uh, episode 22 next week anything that people can look forward to? Last of Us Part 2 discussion perhaps? Ace Attorney discussion perhaps?
2: Yeah, Ace Attorney will be done by then
1: um, Yeah, I'm assuming Ukulele will be done as well, I didn't really talk about it but I don't really care for it so I'll give my final thoughts on that I don't know what um, I'm going to start next Heard good things about Lost in Random. Um, hmm. I don't know. Let me think about
2: it. Maybe Can I'll in... do the Final Fantasy 14 update finally and talk about that. It's been a while since I've shielded Final Fantasy 14 on here. Yeah, that's... it has been.
1: Yeah, it's been like two episodes without a Final Fantasy 14 discussion. <laughs> My hair's falling out.
0: I like that we derailed Seth all through the first part of this episode. That we actually let him speak through parts of his uh, contribution to the episode. We're gonna have to make sure that doesn't happen again. <laughs>
1: Can't get more than three sentences out before an interruption. <laughs> Every um, time
0: Final Fantasy Fourteen
2: comes up, Steve just keeps interrupting me, going, "But it's not on Xbox. It's not on Xbox."
1: <laughs> <laughs> where's Temtem as well? Temtem on Xbox when?
0: Yeah. yeah. Good question. Good question. Maybe maybe There's ask a Elon Musk to, to buy Temtem just to just to release it for you. Uh, where's this podcast? Excellent. Where is Josh? Even better question. Uh, anyway. Thank you for joining us for this uh, excellent uh, legal age to drink episode 21 at Fast Travel Lounge. I've been Patrick. I've been joined by Seth and Stephen. And we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Uh,
1: Keep Betty White out of jail. I, I, I thought it was only the start of the episode. And I completely fucking forgot what it was. Um, what Was it Betty White or was that just you reaching for something? That was me fucking reaching. Um, I honestly could not. Honestly couldn't <laughs> fucking tell you what it was. What fucking was it? Oh, whatever. I wake up at fucking 3 a.m. screaming. Um, and my girlfriend's like, you know what, Steve? <laughs> it's
0: time to. <laughs> yeah, you've had enough. You've gone too fast in that lounge.